High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, single men in the Chicago area. How about all you Team Jacob people out there? No Team Edward today. Twihards in general. Pittsburgh Pirates fans. A bunch of cool stuff today. So this is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my place this evening. But first, school is still in session, and we have some homework to chat about. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. First off, apologies for my brevity. This is a long episode, so I'm going to try to keep this intro short. And if you know anything about our guests today, you know why it's long. But more on that in a second. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. It's always part of your homework. You know the drill. Stitcher. Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, you can check out all our old archived episodes at cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me, the home of so many other great pop culture podcasts. And your homework, of course, was to catch up on all things High School Slumber Party episodes. Last Friday, Mike Manzi was here again, and we went to the prom, prom night. This was 2008's prom night. We weren't the biggest fans, but it was still a fun episode. Love talking to Mike, so check that out in our archives. But today, by the way, if you were expecting the Black Teen Experience, still trying to coordinate a date with Kirkland to do the latest film, so stay posted for that. But we got another series for you anyway, a series I know all you like, Twilight Forever. But alas, it is not a Twilight film. We are talking abduction today. But you already knew that. You did your homework and watched the film Abduction, of course you did, because I trust you and believe in you, and you're juniors now. I don't need to constantly remind you, right? Right? <laughs> and we're talking Abduction on our Twilight Forever series because Twilight's own, Twilight's own Jacob is the star here. Taylor Lautner. This is a Taylor Lautner vehicle, and we get into it. When I say we, of course, this season's hosts for Twilight Forever, Twilight episodes are Kate Hudson, the great Kate Hudson, and Joe 2. And oh my God, this is such a Joe 2 movie. And just for a little bit of context, we were doing this via Zoom. Joe and I had our cameras turned on, and Kate Hudson decided not to turn her camera on. So if you hear anything that refers to that, that's why we do it that way. And you definitely want to stay tuned to the end of this episode, because I got some good little Easter eggs and some good little nuggets for you there. Normally, the bell doesn't dismiss you, I dismiss you, but there's no time. (laughs) More on that later, but pack your favorite jammies, 
tell your mother sleeping at Brian's because we're about to get our party on. I'm going to leave you with a song from Abduction. I believe it's the theme to Abduction. It's not called the theme to Abduction. It's called To Be Loved by Train of All Bands. And we talk trains today, too. We talk a lot of weird stuff. And if you're here for the Twilight stuff, that's more towards the end. We start with the Abduction talk. Then we get to cool Twilight homework and stuff. Kate Hudson's eBay purchase, all those great things. So class dismissed. Every time I've messaged, I said, hey, it's abduction, guys. Hey. Doesn't but, matter. It doesn't stick. It I know it doesn't. doesn't stick. Well, like, that's what a lot of critics said about this movie. So, you might. <laughs> <laughs> Very fair. So, of course, today we have the Twilight Gang back and we're doing, well, Joe, on your show, Too Fast, Too Forever, you call them pit stops. I don't know what we call them here, but. Oh, I need to think of a name for you. Distractions. <laughs> What is it called, like, when Rosalie, like, sees into the future? Like, is there a word for that, Kate? Uh, fucking nothing, because Rosalie doesn't see into the future. Sorry, the other one. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> Visions? Say her name. Say her name. Yeah, say her name. Say oh. her fucking name. Or we're not starting the show. Yeah. Well, I don't know her name. I don't know any of their names. You better fucking, like, figure it out real quick. <laughs> um, t- Rosalie, the other one. I don't know. That's the only one I know her name of. Alice. Alice. Okay. What is it called when Alice can see, like, are they called, like, like quests or something? No, they're visions. They're vision. Can these be visions? <laughs> I guess. Visions. It's right? not as cool of a name. I was hoping that there was, like, some, like, cool Twilight name for them. There's yeah. No. Renesmees? Like, that's really the only Renesmee. word that, that Stephanie Meyer coined in her, her journey. No, but I thought she just like sp- picked a specific word to describe. Th- uh, this is already off the rails. That's perfect. I'm glad that we're going here. <laughs> we even get a train in this. That it doesn't go off the rails, but it, it stops. Oh, it stops. Yeah. Very fast. I was told trains take a long time to stop. Regardless. I think we're all hungover, a little drunk right now. I was just gonna jump in and be like, I'm really surprised Joe hasn't brought up that John Singleton directed this already. Oh, we're, we're, we're gonna going get. To- we're gonna just pump the brakes, Kate. Pump the brakes on your train. <laughs> pull it over, and let's just get. You pump- Okay, so I knew a train conductor. You don't actually pump the brakes. It's Wait. just kind of like you apply the brakes. That does not surprise me that you knew a train conductor. I'm surprised you didn't date a train conductor because usually that's how the story starts. Brian, I dated a train conductor. He was an asshole regardless. He tried not- to date me, but he was my task rabbit guy. I'm like, this is weird. What? You needed a train conductor on task rabbit? No. He just what did you order a from a train? train? He just happened to be a train conductor with a truck. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Regardless, <laughs> look, people like these episodes because they go off the rails. No one wants an educational 
freaking episode about these things. It's been alluded to, we're talking abduction today. Not a Twilight film, but a Twilight-adjacent film. Uh, a couple listeners had asked that we do some of these, and I figured, hey, let's schedule one. And since we just did New Moon, I say just did, that was months ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. since we did New Moon, Kate, you've been injured since then? You've recovered, <laughs> right? I, 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 well, sort of. I pulled a full Bella and fell down some stairs and broke my leg. Yes, that delayed the podcast a bit, because as you said, you would have been in a, I don't know the exact wording, grumpy, crabby mood. I'm not Terrible sure fucking mood. I was... <laughs> Really unpleasant to be around for that first month. Real unpleasant. <laughs> but you're back at it. Construction stopped. That's all. Right? I'm yeah. Construction stopped. Um, I'm hobbling around. Apparently, just just FYI, guys. I don't know if you've ever broken anything, but if you break something, once the cast comes off, you're not magically healed. Mm. It yeah. Still takes a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we are hoping for your recovery. Thank you for joining us Thank again, you. Kate. So introduce yourself if, for whatever reason, the first episode of High School Slumber Party you're listening to is Abduction. <laughs> I hope it's not. Um, my name is Kate Hudson. I am a Twihard since, realistically, 2018, but I've supported Twilight since 20, 2008. And I went to high school and I graduated, and that's all you need to know, because Abduction <laughs> taught us that <laughs> you don't give out personal information. Good call. Good call. Trust is earned. <laughs> Well, Joe, I hope I've earned your trust enough for you to you introduce have. yourself to the slumbers. My name's Joe Two. I went to Forks High School. <laughs> Go vampires. Damn it. The Forks vampires. <laughs> I just did a spit take and almost ruined a computer. Which would be the second time I got a computer wet and ruined it. That's that's why you need to go on video. We could have seen it in all head spit takes. Oh my god, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so again, normally we do Twilight films, but this is Abduction, and we're doing it because of Taylor Lautner. And? There's a couple other reasons. There's a couple, there's a couple Joe 2 adjacent reasons. Yes. I would say a good number of Joe 2 adjacent reasons. It feels perfect. This movie feels perfect. Not as a film, but as a film <laughs> to talk about, of course. With um, us. Yes. Yes, with I us. I did think of you, Joe, during this, because I forgot it took place where it took place. Exactly. Kate, you, you have no memory of this because you didn't even remember the assignment, but you really <laughs> teased us into this movie. Did I? Yeah, you were like, oh, wait for wait for who the dad is at the end, and <laughs> you were saying all this stuff, and then, you know, the other day you were like, oh, what are we doing again? Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> you, gave us, you gave us such a tease. <laughs> you have to understand that my friends say I have the memory of a warthog. I don't know what that like, means. Well, because a warthog will be like get chased and then forget why it's being chased and stop and then oh. get like killed. That's good to know. I, I wasn't aware. I, I was unaware yeah. as well. Yeah. Because goldfish actually do have memories. Two animal facts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a mess already. Okay. Uh, I'm also glad we're talking about this film, Abduction, because it just recently came on Netflix. And believe it or not, a lot of people are watching it. Really? Who? Not, not because it's good, but you know, Netflix is so ahead of the game. We talk about this on a lot of my shows in terms of all the other streaming services. Like something can go on Amazon Prime, something can go on HBO Max. No one really cares. But when something goes on Netflix, people are just scrolling. Yeah, what the fuck? Let me put that on. <laughs> Netflix is the only streaming service right now that has that like street cred in the, the entire trust. nation. They earned our trust. Yeah, the I guess they. <laughs> For, for, see, for I think it's because reason. their movies suck so badly that if you see something on there, like the selection is so bad now, you're like, okay, fuck it, why not? I don't want to go switch over. Mm. I mean, it's look, it's not a great selection. You're right about that, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but there has been articles 
a couple of articles re- uh, written in the last couple of weeks of like, hey, a lot of people are watching Abduction. Maybe really? we overlook this film. Yeah. Were they so, written by you? Yes. I, uh, <laughs> that's what I do in my spare time. No. Under pseudonyms. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just write Abduction fan fiction. I'm not here to defend Abduction. <laughs> Do you know, I started Googling halfway through if Abduction had a sequel and what it was supposed to be about. Cause like, Please tell me you found our Abduction fan fiction. I did. <sighs> no, but you, don't you love those movies that are like coming balls to the wall? Like, yeah, man, we're a franchise. Yeah. And then they shit the bed so thoroughly. Like all the loose strings are never wrapped up. It happens a lot. <laughs> on Netflix, though, like I have it on in the background. I just left it on. You know how it does like that screensaver thing with all the movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, and it's not all the movies, but Abduction is one of them. So clearly, Netflix, the the weird Netflix algorithm said people want Abduction. Maybe they just know. Maybe they're listeners of our podcast here. Quite possible. That's fascinating. I don't get the screensaver because I have an Apple TV. I don't know why I needed to volunteer that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just a screensaver. It just shows like random movies. Usually their stuff or stuff they want to push. So I'm very curious as to why. But let's do this. We're going to do this. And guys, if you were disappointed like Kate that we were not doing a Twilight film today, (laughs) we'll get back to it. This is... This was almost as good as a Twilight film. (laughs) For me, I personally think it was better than a Twilight film. What? But... Oh, it hits so many fucking notes that I love it. I can't wait to talk (laughs) about it. It literally hits home for you, Joe. It It literally literally hits hits home for me. Hits. Hits home. Doesn't walks home. It It pumps the brakes towards home. When this movie came out, I was aware of it, but I didn't realize it was actually like a high school film until quite recently. And I'm like, oh, we have to cover it. It might have been on even one of our episodes, Kate, where I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I just remember hearing at the time that Taylor Lautner was making these crazy demands. He wanted to be like the next Tom Cruise. He wanted to be an action star. And this was going to be the vehicle that was going to take him to that level. Were you guys familiar with the film when this came out? And what's your knowledge of abduction previous to today? I only knew about it because it was being shot in Pittsburgh. So, like, I knew people that were like, oh, Taylor Lautner's here. Like, the news. Pittsburgh exists as a kind of small town. Right. So like whenever like there's like a new movie being shot there, it's like on the news, like Taylor Lautner's here shooting a movie. And they're like, oh, they're in the like, you know, the strip district today. And like they're on Mount Washington. today. Like they'll tell you because like everybody kind of knows what's happening. So I knew that. And then I remember people like trying to be extras that I knew like in the movie. (laughs) Were they successful? I don't know. I don't know. But and then like I knew people that were like, oh, like we saw Taylor Lautner like out somewhere like you know we saw him (laughs) ran into him because it's a small town so i knew about that and then the movie came out like i don't remember it coming out i didn't hear about it until you guys just brought it back up to me like i i knew when it was happening being shot but not anything since then oh i definitely knew about it i was gonna say kate so were you aware were were the twihards aware of this film of course they were this is where you really find out who's truly team edward and who's truly Team Jacob because this was the same year Water for Elephants came out. Oh. I definitely saw that in theaters and I did not give a shit about abduction. Oh, that was your fault. Should have seen this in theaters. Fuck. Executive decision. One one year from now, 2026, 2027, who knows? I'm kidding, but do we do Water for Elephants as our vision film? It's a college movie. <laughs> oh man. Damn. He, 
off he's the taking, list. He's sitting. I mean, how, oh man, I love it because it's about carnies, and you know, I was a carny, and I have a lot of carny stories. What? So I love that movie. Oh, you you didn't know that, Joe? Kate, no. You, you worked a circus in England, right, Kate? Yeah, yeah. And my favorite carny used to. <laughs> His whole shit was he'd balance shit on his chin, like a bunch of chairs and stuff. Oh, but I know a kid that can do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then he bit a pregnant cop. And, like, he had to <laughs> on his birthday. What? Because he was fighting his brother. And we were like, oh, man, is this going to be the end of him? The Carney place was like, no, we really like this guy who can balance, you know, chairs, chairs on his chin. But then it was a find. slow news day. So then he had to go to court and testify. He, he created this whole story about he fought, he was fighting his brother and then bit the cop because his dad was dying and it was all bullshit. And then they made the front page of the newspaper. And then I was like, ah, we got to get rid of the carny now. And we what? never, we oh, never, you, yeah. Wow. We, we had to scrap the whole chair balancing show because of that. Hey, it's how do you stories. not write these stories down? Jesus Christ. Like where did you need to put this somewhere? I have so many good Carney stories. Oh my god, that was a magical year. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I like the method we have now. They slowly come out here in high school slumber party. I'm yeah. saying just for just for the the rest of the world, these remember, need to be recorded somewhere. Remember when um, DVDs were cool and. Yeah. And SNL, which we'll talk about a little bit later, used to do like the best of Will Ferrell or the yeah. best of Anna yeah. Gasteyer. Like, I need to cut the best of Kate Hudson of High School Slumber Party. Oh, and just make, don't. I'll give it to Joey as like in case like I get sick one day and I can't release my podcast. Yeah, on Friday. breaking case of emergency behind. Yeah, yeah, the glass. yeah, exactly. Like a best of episode, the best of Kate Hudson, the best stories. <laughs> <laughs> That year is a carny, and like I want the I want the like clipped intro too. That's like that year is a carny, and be like I dated a train conductor once, and then like you know like just like all the threads. Like you're like, what the fuck does any of this mean? And then you want to listen to the episode. Yeah, oh, what a tease. The problem is if you live your life like me, a quarter mile never, right, right, and you never say no, you get yourself into situations like today, talking about abduction with us here. Fuck yeah. Can we talk about my favorite line? I don't want to jump all over, but my favorite line was, if you're going to drink like a man, you've got to fight like a man. <laughs> when his dad just wakes him up long over, and then they fucking boxed each other. That's for why minutes, I... For minutes, there was a full dad fight. For I minutes. Love... All right, get those mitts on, wake up. Can't believe you're making me fight hungover. You want to drink like a man? Let's see if you can fight like a man. Come on, let's go. Hit me. Come on! Hit me! It's not patty cake. Punch me! Here! Move your feet! I'm right here! Knock my head off! Come on! Come on! Hands off! My boys. Hands off! Come on! This is bullshit. I'll tell you what's bullshit. Bush is getting so drunk that you can't defend yourself. You can't watch your back. I love the fact that, like, you know, this is essentially Hangover Club as we record on Saturday mornings and such. At least that's how it's been lately. But we watched a Hangover film, essentially. This film is a bad Hangover. It is. It is. It was a hell of a it first like, date, though. They went so full, they live with that fight. Like, it went on way. And then, like, my favorite is the cutaway to Maria Bella going... Boys, and yeah. Just yeah. Back. 
There's a lot death. of that here. Like, th- there's there's a kids by Alfred Molina where he's kids, you know? <laughs> there's a bunch of those here. It's an interesting, interesting screenplay for sure. Um, let me read the back of the DVD, and it'll really take us to what this movie is. And by the way, if you're looking for Twilight homework, we're going to do that all at the end, Twihards. There's a good synergy between all our games today, so just put up with our talk on abduction. (laughs) It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And you're going to get Twilight news. We're going to play the eBay game. We're going to play the Twitter game. And we have some interesting, 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 fun stuff we'll do. I'll, I'll do a card break and... Since I am on video here on Zoom, Joe, you're on video. Kate, you've decided not to participate in the video. But I'll be able to show you the cards that I opened this time. I want to see. Perfect. Oh, you're supposed to send us cards. I didn't send them. Eventually. Eventually. Once the season is over, I will send all the cards you've earned. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So here's the back of the DVD. Taylor Lautner explodes on screen as a young man whose secret past is set to collide with a dangerous reality. After uncovering a deadly lie, Nathan is propelled on a lethal, no-holds-barred mission to learn the truth. Aided by a devoted family friend, Nathan's hunt for the facts pits him against ruthless assassins and questionable allies. Right there, first thing on the back of the DVD is Taylor Lautner's name. And this was very much a Taylor Lautner vehicle. This is a get-me-over movie. This is, I'm finishing up Twilight. He shot this between the last two. They had to accommodate his schedule there. And it was just, my next chapter is going to be an action star, Taylor Lautner. It's a bold move, but he clearly was setting him up for something. So I have some theories. Kate, you have worked in the entertainment industry, right? You, as a writer, former writer for Pajiba and other things. So maybe you know more than me, former accredited Rotten Tomatoes reviewer. But I, I did a deep dive of that time of what people were talking about with Taylor Lautner. Apparently, he got paid between 7 and $10 million to do this movie. Yeah, Wow, that's a lot. He was asking for that price everywhere. There was a script for a Stretch Armstrong movie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the old toy. Of like course. Old... Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> so, yeah. Sold apparently... us here, Brian. He... I'm just saying. I'm just being a good host, giving context to the listeners. You know, it was an old toy that you stretch. It's okay. It's in the name. I get it. I'm an idiot. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. There, there was apparently a big push for a Stretch Armstrong movie. He wanted to be the lead. He held up the movie because he wanted between, again, 7 and $10 million. That was his asking price. The movie not, never got made. There was another movie, I believe, called Northern Lights that he actually signed on for, was the lead. They were going to pay him $7 million, and he dropped out of, for whatever reason, I couldn't find the reason why, and the wow. movie never got, never got made as well. Okay. I'm not sure if these movies were actually going to be made or not because i can't find anything about them or it was just his publicity team being like see he's denying all these movies oh, like guys agents in sports yeah like like there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about people trying to trade for him and you're like well no exactly because i'm more getting that vibe than these actually having productions because when you look at these films he was like oh, the only person theoretically signed on for them or rumored for them so i i'm not exactly sure it was going on but the, clearly the hype train for taylor lautner at this time was huge behind the scenes. His father is actually one of the producers on this film. So I don't want to call it a conspiracy, but basically... Weird. They're trying to make him a superstar. Kate, am I right by this? Like, was this actually happening? Because I was not tuned in at the time. Yes, and I remember the contacts, and I could be making this up because I make a lot of shit up. 
But I remember that the rumor was that his parents were basically fucking his career by making all of these crazy demands, that it was the family oh. who was managing him. That's what I remember. Because if you could, like, to contextualize, our paths and case do went the exact opposite direction for the most part. Like, our paths did a couple of, like, teen heartthrob stinkers. Like, he did Remember Me, which is, like, my favorite movie. <laughs> if we do another one, if we do another vision it's remember me i think it's high school oh my god i didn't know that and water for elephants i'm pretty sure it's high school but then he's like shit this isn't gonna work out for me i need to go indie and then casey was doing indie for the most part all along no those two weren't trying to make big block like extra franchises ah so I think that if I remember, it was Lautner's dad was his manager, his mom was his manager, his dad was his producer, and they were like, now this kid can make it big. Brian, you know what this sounds perfect for? What? This is the perfect premise for a late-term <laughs> Lifetime movie yes. about Taylor yes. Lautner's life. Yes, exactly. And I was just going to say, you and I, Joe, with Mike Manzi, covered A Tale of Two Corys mm-hmm. a, couple we- a couple weeks ago, and it sounds similar, like stage parents. So Taylor, if you're listening out there and we're dissing you, I'm totally, I'm totally willing to believe that you were pushed into all this by your parents. By Corey Haim. <laughs> yes, and by Corey well, Haim. No, Corey Haim was dead by then. The ghost of Corey Haim. <laughs> the ghost of Corey Haim made you do these movies. I understand. Because remember, he was in, he had, he, they tried to start the franchise with Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, and he said no. He, he was in the first one, and then like he refused to do any sequels. He? Um, or his parents. Oh, true, true. His parents, possibly, you know. <laughs> That kid was 12 in, like, 2005. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you think that because of this, that the dad fight scene in this movie had more gravitas? Oh. <laughs> I love was it. Was he I love method it. acting? We, we, yeah. we should, That's we what should. I'm trying to say. If we he's method acting, acting well. Uh. <laughs> so he fights his dad, and then what happens is, is he goes to high school. <laughs> Don't ruin it. We, Joe, what? what? We have to talk about such cool, important things like how this really should be a pit stop on Too Fast, Too Forever, your Fast and Furious podcast. One, there's cars and chasing. It feels very Fast and Furious. That's true. As mentioned before, John Singleton, Boys in the Hood. We've talked about him here. But Too Fast. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Rachel was looking on her phone because she was trying to figure out who somebody in the movie was. And she goes... John Singleton directed this? I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. This was the last film he ever directed. No. So you start at Boys in the Hood. This. And you end at Taylor Lautner action film. <laughs> in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. And his only two PG-13 movies ever were Too Fast, Too Furious and this film today. That's insane. This was a hard PG-13. It was. It the- was borderline R. I think I'm guessing the studio was like keep it PG-13 so that so the tween twihards can come see it. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. how are we going to make our money? Yep, <laughs> I agree. So okay, so he goes to school. And no, no, no. We, uh, next, Joe, we have what? structure. Pittsburgh. I want to talk about it. You okay. are a Pittsburgh okay. native. This might be the first time people are listening to your voice. You are Yinzer through and through. Correct. Through and through. Born and raised. I spent 24 years of my life. In every scene in this movie, essentially. So, look. Wait, wait, say Ginzer? Yinzer. Say that one more time. Y-I-N-Z-E-R. So, so, uh, so for, for, yeah, for Kate yeah. and our listeners out there, what is a Yinzer, Joe? In, in Pittsburgh specifically, instead of using the word y'all or you's, like you's, they say yins, Y-I-N-Z. 
and it's a very, very distinct regional thing of Pittsburgh dialect. Like, use use it in a sentence. Yeah. Like, hey, do yins want to record this podcast? Wow. No. Wow. People don't talk like that, really? A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> Seriously? Do it yes. again. Like, are yins drinking? Seriously? <laughs> I have never heard this. I know you haven't, because it's specific to Pittsburgh. So a Yinzer is just someone from Pittsburgh, someone who uses the Yins, yes. but like a yes, true that's... Pittsburgh person. Yeah, uh, this isn't like, like, okay, so now we have a lot of people that have like moved there and they'll try to say it and it doesn't hit like, you know, your uncle that <laughs> is like, has, you know, a limp that worked at the steel mills ordering <laughs> a beer, right? Like, like ordering an Iron City, like that, that guy's like, oh, Yins, what are Yins doing here? You know? <laughs> Like, that's different than somebody being like, hey, Yins. And you're like, no, like, you, I get it. You grew up in Aliquippa, and now you go to school at Pitt. Like, I, it's fine. But that, that's not the same thing. So, yes. And also, all of our, like, the people that have grown up there and had the next generation above us using it, we don't say it. Because we're like, you don't want to sound like your old dad or uncle, right? So, but yes. my Like, my parents will say it. Like, they'll. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay, now I want to say it's, uh, it doesn't sound authentic. Yins want a beer? Is that correct? Concept? Yeah, yeah. And then there's other Pittsburgh things. So like you, so you'd be like, Yins want a beer in that? Because like they put like N and that. Oh, Yins want a beer in that. N apostrophe at. N. That's like in it. That's that's like the British. Like yeah, they're like you want a beer in that, and like yeah. So there, there's insane. a whole there's a whole language that, that Pittsburgh only speaks that Rachel will point out. We drop two B verbs, so like I say, like I'm gonna get a shower, or wait, like or this. Stop. Or, wait, what? Say it again. We drop two B verbs, and we also say like get a shower, get a bath, and you don't say like I say this needs washed, or this needs <laughs> cleaned. There's no two B. Oh, I get it. Okay, you drop B. Okay, I thought you yeah, meant like this. Does, like I don't say like oh, B. this needs to be washed. It's like this needs washed or this needs cleaned. Okay, cool. I mean, that's cool. Would you, do you write like that? Like, okay, wait. So in high school, if you wrote like that, would you get marked down from your Pittsburgh teacher, or would they be like, no, this is proper whatever? In writing, it doesn't come out too much. It's usually just in speaking. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That Very cool. Wild. Very cool. And this is this movie was more Pittsburgh. That, not in terms I of like, imagined. not in terms of like, you know, the slang and stuff, but like that. Yeah, it's so Pittsburgh. This movie, like, I've never been to Pittsburgh, but Joe, I just wanted to ask you, right? Like, how just just from the pirate stuff to just the way they're going around the city, dude. So we started out with this movie. I, I know it's in Pittsburgh. You get like a nice shot from Mount Washington to start. Then Taylor Lautner's in his psychiatrist's office, and I was like, I know where that is. So if you guys look in your Twitter DMs right now, I found the exact house that they're sitting in. Because I knew insane. exactly where it was, and if you like zoom in, you could. I matched the 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 deck posts of the house from behind them to this, and that's just that's the wow. house that they're at, right? Yeah. So I spent a lot of time on Google Maps, just like walking around Grandview <laughs> Avenue, just like looking for which house they're in, and I'm like, okay, this is it. That's the one that they're in. Yeah, they actually do a lot of Pittsburgh really well here. It's it's kind of crazy, like. They say, like, oh, they're going across the Fort Pitt Bridge at one point. There's, like, th- like the Pirates game. They're in, they're firmly in PNC Park. Oh, and, like, the train station is the train station. I was like, Rachel, like, we were just talking about the train station last time we were there. Like, I've gone through that train station before. So, it's, yeah. 
I think they did a great job with it, and it felt like, and there's, and, oh, they also, like, trickled in a lot of other Pittsburgh things throughout the movie. I don't know if you were catching them, Brian. There was, like, a well, lot of, like, Pittsburgh sports things. Like, in his room, he has a pirate shirt yeah, framed. Yeah. The pirate stuff like, I saw. And then there's, like, a terrible towel just, like, hanging on the corner of his bed or, like, on his chair or something. So, like, they sprinkled it throughout, too. Just love this Pittsburgh theme. It reminded me of a film that, Joe, I'm sure you've seen. I mean, maybe you've seen 2K because you like the action films. Sudden Death. Have you seen oh. this film? John Claude, uh, of course. John Claude Van Damme, right? Like, yes. he does all this penguin. <laughs> he does all this penguin stuff, and he's like yeah. in the penguins. He's a penguins goalie at one point, right? Like, yes. He he runs on the igloo. Well, you you spoiled it, Brian, but that was gonna be one of my oh, buy to get one. Keep phrase. it, keep it, keep it, keep. Oh. I I might have to switch it up. I got some other options in there, but that that that, that was gonna be one of my buy to get. No, phrase. keep it, keep it, because that movie's fucking incredible. Yes, Pittsburgh was cheap to shoot in. And they've been putting out a lot more movies because it's so cheap to shoot in. And a lot of people come there and fall in love with it. I think it's a great city. Like, obviously, I'm a champion for Pittsburgh. But it's a really easy city to come. And you're like, oh, you're kind of a city, but you kind of have a small town feel. And it's kind of Midwestern-y. And, like, people are friendly. And they have their own, like, weird personality, dialect, all this other stuff that we were talking about. And it's just... It's cool. So, yeah, I could see why people like I didn't think that the Pittsburgh was going to be such an like it's almost a character in this movie. Right. Like we talk about like when John Singleton did uh, Too Fast that like Miami feels like part of the movie. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's Miami and it's neon here. He uses Pittsburgh kind of the same way, but it's like I didn't think it was going to be like that. So like it's shocking to me. Yeah. For them to like to to culminate this whole thing at a Pirates game is like, wow. <laughs> it's, right? a, it's like when they shoot in Atlanta, they never really like, oh, we're doing Atlanta things, right? It's just a city. Yeah. A yeah. suburb. I figured it was shot in Pittsburgh because it's just, like, this is where we're shooting, right? No. Yeah. It's cheap. Cool. We're shooting in Pittsburgh. But no, it, it's like firmly part of the story here. Love okay. It. So I, I had to look this up because you don't see a lot of movies filmed in Pittsburgh and it's right on the wiki that basically Lionsgate returned to the region due to tax benefits from Pennsylvania's tax credit program after filming like four movies there and I think they went all in on the Pittsburghness of it to be like thanks Pittsburgh give us give us more tax breaks um also the guy from from legendary pictures is from Pittsburgh so like, like one of the big like funders or like the owner of legendary pictures is from pittsburgh so this was like probably right around the time they were doing some of those because like the dark knight rises was pittsburgh too so was it yeah the dark knight rises gotham is pittsburgh yeah i thought i thought that was chicago well i think it's parts of both but like the field and stuff is heinz field where like bane breaks the field and i don't want to get into this like nolan batman argument that nerdy people have but the three movies he shot in like three different cities and yeah. like the cities, even the buildings that he says are the same building are very con- inconsistent. So yeah, the third one's Pittsburgh, the second one's Chicago, and I forgot what the first one was. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just surprised because usually Atlanta will stand in for basically every other major city. It's Vancouver, Atlanta, or LA, and the fact they actually did this in Pittsburgh is impressive. It's very impressive. And they lean into it, which is great. So when I was watching this show, I'm like, yeah. I'm so happy right now because we were talking about so many Joe adjacent things that this yes. rarely happens. Like even on your show on the pit stops, it might be one adjacent thing, but to get yeah, that- we, we talked Mr. Baseball and he's like near Pittsburgh, right? Like it doesn't like lean into the city. Oh, the uh, no, that wasn't Mr. Baseball. That was a uh, gung ho. Gung ho. Sorry, yeah, yeah. gung ho. Yeah, yeah. But this is Fast and Furious director. Mm-hmm. 
Pittsburgh. Yep. And Twilight adjacent now that you're a part of this family as well because of Taylor Lautner. Speaking of Taylor Lautner, um, this cast, a lot more names than I really, really thought were going to be in this film. You know, Twilight, yeah. like the first Twilight film doesn't have a lot of known people at the time, right? But this one, they're like, no, let's stack the deck. But Kate... Taylor Lautner is joined by Lily Collins, and off air ahead of time, you were you weren't you were indicating you were not a big fan of Lily Collins. Uh, I'm not I'm not. I feel bad because I'm shitting on a woman, and I feel like it's women usually get shit on. But man, first off, Phil Collins, like it just it irritates me that Phil Collins still has enough clout he can buy his daughter a career, and like calling in the air tonight. Ah, fucking sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel has in your eyes. Call back to say anything. Fucking Genesis. <laughs> like Phil Collins has in the air tonight, and that's it. Did the he do real... the whole soundtrack to Tarzan too? Yeah. Oh yeah, like that's a gr- come on. That's top tier. Uh, that's that's an all-time soundtrack. Regardless, I'm not gonna. The okay. sins of the no. father should not fall on the daughter. Do you not like her acting as well? I don't think she's a particular. Listen, my theory is is that because they had two relatively wooden actors as their lead, they had to stack the deck <laughs> with good actors and like just pay them a shit ton to carry the weight around them. Let's talk about those other names. Alfred Molina is like the CIA guy here. Yeah. Jason Isaacs is his uh, adoptive father. Spoilers. At this point, come on. (laughs) Apologies. This this isn't a trailer for the movie. (laughs) Yes, Jason Isaacs. Of course, you know. Do I need to say these people's resumes? Harry Potter and shit. The Patriot. That's where I think of him from. But, I mean, so so many other things, of course. Maria Bello, as you mentioned, is his adoptive mom. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, the mom. Sigourney Weaver as Jerry, the doctor. And I love Sigourney Weaver. Same. Love her. Her dad bought her a career, and I don't blame him. Yes, true. But (laughs) there were scenes where she mailed it in, though. I have to be honest with you. She's, She's not fully there. Yeah, she doesn't care about this movie. Oh, that was a paycheck, and probably, like, she wanted to see Pittsburgh. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, some Russian people... Uh... Excuse you? <laughs> okay, That's okay. not some Russian people. That is, uh, what's his name, Nyquist. Or I yeah. think he's actually fucking Swedish, and his last movie was one of my favorite Gerard Butler movies, In a Submarine. <laughs> yes, Michael Nyquist. He is Swedish. He was in John Wick and one of the Mission Impossibles, I think. Uh, yeah, and, Mission and, and what's the, the movie? Hunter Killer. The Hunter Killer. What is that? a Gerard Butler film? Yeah, it's so good because he's really given up by them, and he outsources all. They had to do a whole cease like plot to give action because all he does is lean forward and back, like he's in a submarine. It's fucking amazing. Oh my god! And oh, it was a posthumous release from Michael Nyquist. Rest it was his last peace. movie. Yeah. Rest in peace, Michael Nyquist. Uh, it's super jingoistic towards America. <laughs> good to know. Let's not reveal who the dad is until we like talk about that scene. Because, Kate, last time you tease, you're like, oh, my God, you guys have to see who, who the dad is. You know, they're building to it. They're building to it. They're building to it. And then it's this person. And we, we, we ventured some guests. I guessed Michael Keaton because it's in Pittsburgh. I forgot who yeah, you guessed, Joe. Yeah, that's a good guess. That was smart. Wait, but, wait, we can't, you can't move on yet until we talk about Denzel Whitaker. Okay, let's talk about Denzel Whitaker as Gilly, one of the high school friends. So two things. One, anytime I see someone named Denzel, I have to look them up and be like, 
what was the inspiration because it has to be Denzel Washington and if you go to his Wikipedia apparently he used to like say no 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 it wasn't until his dad took him aside and said yes we named you after Denzel Washington <laughs> <laughs> so I like that but one of the things that Twilight gets in shit for like well a lot of it actually not one of the things one of the many things Twilight gets in the shit <laughs> for is how they treat their black actors because the black actors in the Twilight series there's really only three and night like none of those men are above board tyler like steals a kiss and like almost hits bella laurent turns out to be a bad vampire and i won't well you've seen the last one and then wendell pierce plays like the shady guy who gets bella the passports anyway abduction carries on this tradition by having gilly be like the guy who goes and gets you fake ids (laughs) i thought that was very telling (laughs) yeah i mean I i thought he did a good job though but I mean, you're not wrong. Kind of a marginalized side character for Denzel Whitaker. I think everybody does a good job here. Oh, wait, wait. We, we also have to... Elizabeth Rom was his real mom. And she is single-handedly responsible for my favorite Law & Order... Uni- well, second favorite Law & Order Universe moment of all time. Because she played the ADA, Serena Pierce. Or Serena oh, something. Remember? Okay. Yeah. And then she leaves. She gets fired at the very end. She goes, is this because I'm gay? And I was like, what the fuck? We didn't, nobody knew you were gay. It's so good. <laughs> That's great. I didn't even realize that that was the same person. That's because awesome. she looks like, with that hair, she looks like that pretty girl from that bad show, Chuck. Yvonne something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that, too. Wow, really a blast from the past here with a, with a lot of these things. This is, uh, again, y- you might have gotten this correct, Kate. By saying, like, they just really wanted to support their leads in the film here. Lily Collins is a name or was a name at the time. And Taylor Lautner, this is, again, this is a film to get him popular, to bring him to that next level. And to do that, you can't have shitty actors in the background, right? It didn't work anyway. But crazy cast. I was shocked by seeing all these names. Yeah, they they spent some money here for sure. So what do you guys want to talk about in relevance to this film? I mean, we, we don't have to go scene by scene, obviously. Oh, yes, we do. Five hours later. <laughs> so first thing first thing I noticed, a little a little Twilight connection for us that I was trying to get at is that they go, dad fight. They go, they're doing their sociology project. Obviously, he's, he's like, this is going to be a partner's project for your 10-page paper, how you grade a paper that's written half and half weird okay and he's like taylor lautner you get the cute girl that you've been lusting after for the last five minutes that's your partner and then he goes romeo your partner's juliet yep and i was like mother fuck we just had romeo and juliet in new moon so many times but there's no like romeo and juliet element of the movie so i didn't understand why they did that just like to be funny because new moon moon. because that he felt, yeah. There was also another deep Twilight cut in his bedroom. He had a race for something that took place on like Pikes, uh, like Pikes Peak. Pikes yeah. Peak. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Seattle connection. I guess we're just bigger Twilights than you, Brian. Uh, Joe, you mentioned the naming thing, and the two names they say after that are two like, I don't know, non very American very, very ethnic names. names. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> really, really. <sighs> I I noticed that too. The the Romeo and Juliet, and then to like. Very, I'm not going to make up ethnic yeah, sounding names, make they pick two name. ethnic sounding names to pair together, and I'm like, come on, guys. That teacher is just racist. I, I did not catch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we're going, and 
so they're doing the project because this is how the movie starts out. And somehow they get on, you know, missing children. That's what their sociology project's about for some reason. And they're like, oh, who do these future pictures look like? And we get a giant fast connection here, which is that he's like, oh, it looks like Jason Statham and someone <laughs> else. And I was like, oh, man, they're dropping Statham in here. That's pretty cool. And then Taylor Lautner just finds himself. Just very face on the Mel, Mel Carton. Like, Caroline B. Cooney did this better 20 years before. This is like a story we've seen a lot. Face on the Mel Carton is yeah. like a, a big one there. And the, like, don't act like this is like a unique story. Like, oh my God. Also, I, I might point this out somewhere, but the movie's called Abduction and never was he abducted, right? No, like, she was. Oh, I guess, but... I don't know. It's so Taylor Lautner focused that I was like curious about the title, but you might be right on that one. Maybe it's not. When was Taken? Taken came out. I just feel like they just named it Abduction because of Taken. They probably just that's looked up a synonym. So fucking true. Oh God. Oh, that's fair. That's you're very right. Fair. I didn't even think because every Liam Neeson movie to me is Taken with a different plot line. So yep. like yesterday, yesterday I was watching Snow Taken. There's like a snow oh, one. The one with the wolves, or the the newest one where his kid dies and then he kills all the drug dealers. I, it was taken in snow. I think it was like the one where he's like a tow truck driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's avenging it. I like that one, but that was the movie that he came out and said really racist things uh, in promotion for. So he, uh, that movie rightfully did not do as well. Oh, yeah. As it could it have. Was that movie. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> See, we should have Taylor Lautner do more abductions and he could do like abduction in Atlanta and abduction in, and, you know, like, he could call them different names, but it'd be like the Liam Neeson thing where he just keeps, like, you know, running away from the FBI in a different city. Well, I think a different stupid backstory. He, he could reboot the Taken franchise. So the last one came out in, like, 2014. Ooh, he could do that, too. Very good, yeah. I don't understand why he and they aimed so high for this film. Like, it's okay to make... Jean-Claude Van Damme level action films. They don't have yes. to be blockbusters. Like, if you wanted to do that, work your way up with those kind of things. Even The Rock did that, right? Like, he just did yeah. random action films before he became the biggest, you know, star in Hollywood. This, this had a budget of $35 million, which is high, but not that high. And if you think about that his salary was 7 to $10 million of that. He's a third of it. Not crazy. Look, mind you, he did all his stunts in the movie. That was very important to him because he wanted to show that he could do that. And it grossed eventually $90 million. So it's not like it lost money, but the studio was very disappointed with the reviews and stuff like that. And it was just mm. universally panned. But like, I'm like, dude, you want to make, again, maybe it was his parents, but you want to make it in the action world? Just do crappy action movies. It's okay. People we love, love them. them. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, but I mean, he, JCVD was doing this in the 80s and the 90s when there were be like, b-movie action movie like films like abduction came out a year before avengers which i really feel like wiped the slate and now everything had to be a franchise so i think in some regards like his, his stage parents were smart to try to get him a franchise to keep it going but they just grossly overestimated the appeal and they should have started like look i i guarantee you liam neeson didn't make seven to ten million dollars for taken you just got mm. you have to lock into did. those I oh, think really? He might have. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm thinking he did. The you first mean, one, probably not. The later ones, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the point. You start like with like what's you know a, a good premise, but a solid B movie like John Wick, and then you build the franchise from there. You can't come out of the gate with these like 
In my, <laughs> as an action movie aficionado, if you try to build a franchise on the first movie, it usually fails. But if you just come up with a good premise, then people want more of it. You exactly. Know. Yeah. I mean, we saw that with um, that terrible Tom Cruise awesome mummy movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so here are some of my notes early on in you know my watching of this film <laughs> the he's instead of distancing himself from jacob taylor lautner still feels a little bit like jacob in a sense his shirt's off a lot you know a lot it, of shirt off oh, it's yeah. on the first scene yeah yeah his line delivery but the, his complaining is really what got me. Yes, I get it. He did not know his real parents. But dude, you live in a freaking mansion in a very beautiful neighborhood. You go yes. to these mansion pool parties with all these pretty high school girls running around, even though your dad's a pervert, because he's like, oh, Lily Collins. He, I tell Lily Collins, he's like, she's hot. Don't you mean cute or something like that? He's like, it's weird. Fake dad, fake dad. Regardless. I didn't catch that part. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. They're in the kitchen and like they let him out to like do the project and like. The dad's like, she's getting hot. And the mom's like, don't you mean nice or pretty or something like that? And he's like, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I say when I look at her through the window. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and I also love, too, that it, we, t- you know, we talk about high schools a lot, obviously, in high school slumber party. In the social structure of things, they're trying to play him that he's, like, cool, but not that cool. Even though he's, like, a jacked, hot teenager, right? Because there's, there's the cool guy that's originally with the girl. And like but he's he, in college. Oh, whatever. But, you know, he's yeah. an older guy. And, yeah, he's still at the party, but he's got, like, his you know his nerdy friend. And they're just, like, chilling at the party, even though I don't want... Like, I'm trying to skirt around ways to not diss Taylor Lautner. And, Taylor, it's not personal. But some, sometimes it just feels so forced. That's all I'll say. Taylor Lautner has basically given up acting, so I think at this point he agrees with you. No, he's making a comeback. He's in, like, that uh, Adam Sandler, Sean Payton Saints movie. Okay, but out. if it's an Adam Sandler movie, it doesn't require. It just requires showing up and showering and like just standing. <laughs> like you, Adam Sandler stopped trying to be an actor years ago. <laughs> fair, fair, and we're not. I'll dis- be the bitch. I'll be the one who. who talks we're we're not. We're not dissing him for it. Wait, no, he, he has a new movie coming out. I'm on his wiki. Yeah, he's attached to this. So they're making a story about Sean Payton, who was a coach of the Saints. Who like what did he? What he that bounty? He like put bounties yeah, yeah, on bounty players. Head. He was like trying to he told his team to hurt the other team yeah and and uh, what's his name and what's his name uh kevin james is playing him which is so weird Wild. wait is yeah. this are they wait is this i just remembered adam Sandler did that movie that i didn't see about jules is this adam trying to like be an actor again what is I, this i don't think adam's in the movie he's just producing it i'm not sure if it's funny or it seems like it's i don't know if it's funny or not i really don't are we sure this isn't his dad planting like just with Northern Lights. No, 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 because no, because like Kevin James and Taylor Lautner visited the Saints to like study this, and there's like pictures of them. And the fo- Saints are football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was okay. So the, his role hasn't been announced for that yet, but he's definitely a big part of that movie. Oh, it looks <laughs> like Rob Schneider's in it, so it really can't. <laughs> you never know. Be a serious movie. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Regardless, if you look at like Sean Payton and you look at Kevin James, you're like. He's playing him. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sean Payton. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, exactly. That was the right reaction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, as we've said, he's adopted Taylor Lautner in this film, and yes, is he abdo- adopted or abducted? 
adopted. Okay. Well, we're not sure at this point, but I mean, I think it's pretty clear when his parents die to save him. His adoptive parents die to save him, essentially. And Which, they blow up that. It, it breaks bad real quick. Like, he's like, hey, are you my real mom? And she's like, no, <laughs> but we love you. And then they're like, okay, well, we're just going to murder everyone in this house then. Do you like, think that those two parents had sex? Because clearly they were, like, partners. But, like, after 15 years, do you think, like, they were just like, yeah, it's just bang it out. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. I mean, it's just proximity, right? Like, you know, like, the person that you see all the time starts to look better if you haven't yet so like they had they had to just try it out once or twice not that you need to have children obviously but they didn't have any other children that i don't know wasn't the assignment yeah I, I, it's a good it's a good question no but they they're so even they're when hot he, yeah <laughs> yes but even when they're, they're grabbing her butt when he's not around we still see shots of them yeah being flirty with each other or whatever yeah but do you think that they were put together because they were doing it or do you think they were doing it because they were put together it's a really good question together yeah that's a really good question that's a really good question (laughs) this is the most deep discourse abduction has ever had oh for sure oh for sure (laughs) yeah Uh i think that i think that they were just like they were partners they're like take care of this kid and then he's like hey well like i think the girl next door is looking pretty good and (laughs) you got some feelings and how to get it out man (laughs) so what uh what joe since you know, this movie was really, really a Joe movie. What are some other moments in here that really stuck out to you? You're getting there. So they go to kill everyone, and then all of a sudden the mom starts fighting, and I was like, badass. I thought that it's just like the dad was going to be involved, but there's like a full fight scene with her. And then Taylor Lautner, like the girls coming over, they put a wily Coyote level bomb inside the oven. <laughs> Straight out of Looney Tunes, timer and everything, two wires in the oven and blow the house up. And at that moment, I was sold. That's why I was messaging you guys like, this movie's great. I can't believe. And then I was like, nope, they just topped it. That, the, the wily Coyote bomb. I was like, okay, that, I'm done. Perfect. There we go. And it sets up a wild goose chase. Uh, his parents or adoptive parents, whatever you want to say, his, they're his parents. They raised him, yeah. mom and dad. They trained him essentially for this moment. Now, this makes more sense that he's a Jack teenager. Well, I guess the wolf DNA in the other one in Twilight, makes sense <laughs> but in, franchises. in this one, you know, they had him like pumping iron and like doing all these sports, fighting sports. his dad in the fucking front lawn. Yeah, fighting his dad in the front lawn, just so in case this happened, and it happened, and they died for it, which. Thanks for them. But you know what? Now that we're discussing this, I would have signed up for that, too. They're like, hey, if you're the dude or, or the girl, like, hey, you you get to live with this hot person in a very beautiful home, in a very wonderful neighborhood. You just yeah. have to raise this child. Yeah. You, you could die. But what are the odds that that's going to happen? You got like a good 16 years out of it. Well, he was three when they took him, right? Because he finds the T-shirt that still exists with the same ketchup stain on it. <laughs> That they never watch. What shitty spies? <laughs> get rid of that. Spy 101. Get rid of the clothes. The evidence, right? And and they never washed it either. So it's like he has this weird childhood picture shirt. Just He just found it in his house. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't really understand why they left. Like I, I don't understand a world where you have this information, but somehow you have to hide the baby. And the baby's the key. I, I think I missed that part. And I've seen this movie twice. I yeah. I don't know why the why Taylor Lautner was involved. Well, he was his dad's a spy, 
and he kind of like gave him up so that he wasn't going to be used against him, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, he's an asset. So like if you ever want to get the dude to come clean or like to just come out of the shadows or reveal the information he has, um, you could just always kidnap the son. So yeah, so they like pretend so like he doesn't have a son. The abduction. The yes, in theory, <laughs> it doesn't successfully happen. But wait, but so what I really don't get, and I don't think there's an answer here, is why the fuck didn't they tell this kid growing up? It's like you know how in those movies where someone finds out they're adopted, and they're like, well, you know, you really should have just like had this person grow up with this knowledge so they'd be more aware. Yeah, wouldn't the spy parents have been much smarter if they started telling him, okay? There are situations where not your real parents were here to protect you, but here are things you have to keep in mind. So I never understand this. And in my real life, I know someone who has an adopted sibling and their parents have never told them. <gasps> you can never get drunk around that person. No, I have been. And like, I'm not, dude, I'm not the one to spill this. Like, I'm not involved <laughs> in this at all. And like, to be honest, I can't confirm or deny it. I have no proof of it. I've just heard from them that like, this is not their real child. (laughs) And one of them is one of actually pop, maybe both of them are adopted. I don't fucking know. One of them thinks that they're real. One of them is adopted and (laughs) not real, but (laughs) like, (laughs) but yeah, it it exists. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. That's insane. That shit comes out, man. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. So you're gonna do 23 and me, and and shit's gonna break back <gasps> real quick. Oh my god, Ugh. my friend once did that, and they found out their dad wasn't their dad. You can't. That, that's what one. it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, but then she tried to fuck her real dad because there's it's a thing. I used Whoa. to get in trouble for writing about it at Pajiba because it fascinates me. Wait. It's called genetic sexual attraction. It's like wait, it's wait, wait, estimated... wait. When you when you said fuck, you meant no, no, no. This is a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's you know, I... yeah. Each yeah. Lifetime, lifetime here. It is no, a it's called thing, GSA, yes. and yeah. it's estimated like upwards of more than fifty percent of reconnected parents and children or brother and sisters want to fuck each other because you don't grow up with the slime of like it your family. So yes. all you do is you see the narcissism of oh this person looks like me, and then you get really turned on, and then you like yeah it's super gross. Which you know what maybe that's what abduction two would have been about. Ooh. Ooh. The Taylor Lautner and his dad fuck? Yeah, please. <laughs> this can't go in. This, because every time I would talk about it, I would get articles saying I'm really, like, feedback that I'm really insensitive about it. But I am morbidly fascinated by it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. The, the wild goose chase that ensues after this that Lily Collins happens to be on as well. They wind up in Virginia. They just pull a truck driver over. They say, yeah. hey, can you take us to Virginia? He's like, yeah, get the fuck in. So <laughs> then he just drops them off at the apartment that's the, the safe house that was waiting for him. The safe house. I am so angry about that. Did I miss something? Why is it unlocked? Why is it so easy to get into? The, the psychiatrist, Sigourney Weaver, told him okay. in the car before he had to jump out off the bridge that there's a safe house. Remember this address. Go there. That's it. Oh, so, so there wasn't like the keys under a rock or something like that like how did he she get just in? said remember this address go there that's what she said not a very safe safe house if it's that easy to get into and find all that stuff oh here's an encryption of all these names but i just left it on my desk here yeah with, with photos of this son who's supposed to be secret and things but i think that what it was is like the dad was the one kind of orchestrating this and he just told sigourney weaver so like the dad probably like had just set it up 
or like didn't tell her until like right then like if if shit breaks bad this is what you do and then like he would know because he was always watching so he knew what was happening and was like okay i'll leave it unlocked now and like left it like all set up then why the fuck couldn't he keep them from getting murdered to begin with you have questions that i don't have answers to kate (laughs) he's like i just hate it when someone's supposed to be really really good and then just like shits the bed half the time yeah i agree i agree it's just (laughs) i don't understand but you're right if it was the whole breadcrumb thing maybe maybe i gotta be honest i tuned out at this part because i thought the safe house was the grave i'm like why is a grave a safe house (laughs) that would have been really cool if it had been like under his mom's grave that's what i thought we were going for no this is this isn't a wacky movie like there's wacky things that happen but it's they want it to be grounded. It's not, but they want they it to want be it to be grounded. You're right. Yeah, That's yeah. a good point to to make. They they <laughs> wanted this to be a grounded action movie, where if the if the safe house would have been under the grave, I think that this would have you know broken some box office records because that would have been fucking incredible. Right? Like it's buried, Just and that was his it. mom's grave, right? Yeah. 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 Wait, where was she buried? Virginia. I watched this movie like two hours ago. I forgot. No, all. she wasn't in Virginia because he found an address of her old house. In, in the safe house, and then went somewhere else. But I don't know where it was. I think, it was, oh, it was Johnstown, PA. He, that's why he goes back to Pennsylvania. So he, you say oh, Johnstown, PA, like it's the destination. No, it's, it? it's not. But I remember, like I was saying, because I remembered in my brain that when I read it, it said like this address, Johnstown, PA. And I was like, oh, he, and Johnstown has an auxiliary pit campus. There's like, there's a pit Johnstown. Okay, and is that near Pittsburgh? It's like an hour and a half away. It is weird, though, that we get alluded to that there's another person who knows about him. He goes off to find that person. That's where the aborted train thing happens. But do we ever get told who this other person is, or is that for the sequel? No, I thought Sigourney said there was four people who knew about you. Your two dead parents, me, and Alfred Molina, who, by the way, I thought played Batman and never did play Batman. So Alfred Molina was the... Sorry, I meant the Penguin and Batman. Alfred Molina. No, he's, he's Molina. Yeah. He looks like he should play Penguin, though. He looks like I thought Penguin, too. Hey, I'm hey, right hey, with you, Kate. He's yes. a puppet master. Yes, but but this is where I don't get it. She says that four-person line. Yes. Then, then they say, oh, the only people who need to contact you or who you should speak to are your dad. The two trustees are like this guy and your dad, right? Yeah. 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 And, and there's this guy, right? So he's not in that four, but somehow he's a trustee. And we never see him. We only get an address. I guess that was just the red herring for them to get on the train. Okay, but to be fair, they actually could have explained this, and none of us were paying attention. That's true. Fair, fair. I mean, I I was trying. I was trying. (laughs) But if we had three brains watching this movie and none of us could figure that out, that's probably a bad sign, right? I don't know. Don't include me in that. (laughs) I thought the safe house was the grave. Yeah. I love, too, how clever Taylor Lautner, or maybe not him, sorry, his character, thinks he is where he's like, she's like, well, we can't drive there. It's too far. And it's like, oh, what about flying? We'll never get through airport security. He's like, I got a different way. A train. Like, he doesn't say a train, but it's like, how many ways of getting places are there, right? But, but have you ever ridden Amtrak? Because it is chaos. (laughs) Is it? I love Amtrak. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I mean, like, if right. you need to ship drugs across the country, Amtrak's the way to do it. They don't check fucking shit. Like, it's the easiest way to travel. Like, I, it's I so stand corrected. Easy. I stand corrected. I mean, wouldn't he, it have been better if it was jet ski, though? Yes. To landlocked Pittsburgh? Like, sure, like there's a river. There's rivers. There's rivers. Relax. There's three, to be exact. Yeah, you can get up and down the whole country. You go right to the Mississippi. You can get anywhere from there, don't? Yeah, they, landlocked they, they, I'm saying though how awesome would that movie have been if there was a safe house under his mom's grave and then they got on jet skis to go to pittsburgh they, they do stop him outside cincinnati i wrote that even though obviously it wasn't filmed wait i don't understand the geography here pittsburgh's on the what since since he's close is it that's in ohio yeah, yeah but it's on the river and P- pittsburgh's on like the far it's it's the very west part of oh it's west not east yeah, it's very west. You have Philly on one side and Pittsburgh on the way other bottom corner. So Hang on, I gotta look at a map. It's really close to Ohio. You can be in Ohio in like 30 minutes from Pittsburgh. 45 Are you at the most. serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Columbus insane. is like 45 minutes away from Pittsburgh. That's what you were saying, Joe. It's like an eastern city meets a midwestern city. It's a Okay, nice... but I don't understand this geography. So they go to Virginia. Let's just assume Roanoke. Why not? No, they said Annapolis, right? It was Arlington. Okay, that Arlington. Doesn't... Arlington, Arlington. Well, okay, we are sorry. splitting the loserest hairs about No, it doesn't because I lived in D.C. Fucking Ohio is the exact wrong direction to Pittsburgh. Well, they it go doesn't back. make sense. They go, this is why it's dumb. They go back to Pittsburgh. Because they get like because the, the train station is in Pittsburgh, they're using the Pittsburgh the train station. Friend helps them out. Like what's his name? Yeah, Gilly he or gets them the VIP tickets to the Pirates game. Yeah, VIP tickets. Like that's not like that's for concert. No one has. Like, did you did you notice who they were playing though, Brian? The Mets. Yeah. Well, we'll get into the game. Okay. Go, 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 I go, 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 oh, I can't time. wait. Wait, but Cincinnati is like all the way on the other end of Ohio. Yeah. So they went back to Pittsburgh. Then apparently they took the train somewhere, but they somehow got to Cincinnati. This doesn't make sense. And they did this all in 22 hours. I call bullshit. Of course it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to make But I mean, it's, oh, he, you can get to Cincinnati from Pittsburgh pretty easily is what I was trying it's to say. Four oh, hours, it looks like a five hour drive. Four hours and 20 minutes. But a train is different. Yeah, so it takes like six. Yeah, but this could be an express train. They so. stopped on the side of the road and got out. <laughs> I, look, who knows? The train has stopped, which is hilarious because, again, it takes a lot. Like, trains just don't stop on a dime, but this one did. Okay, I have a fun story about trains stopping. Can I tell Ooh, it? Sure. Yeah. I was riding a train in Italy. It was an overnight train from Rome to, uh, to like... wherever the Volteri are. Yeah, to the, exactly. No. <laughs> the Volteri was... are from Voltura. Come on. Voltura, okay. It was ending <laughs> in Naples, I think. Okay, so is that south? Yeah. So it was like it was ending in the very, very south of Italy. And we're on this train and the conductor's coming around. And this this was a nightmare. This was like the scariest thing I've ever experienced. And um, the conductor's coming around. And he's like, we're, like, let me see your tickets. We have tickets. And we give them to the conductor. And like these guys are in our seats. And we're just like, ah, fuck it. We'll stand on this train because they're scary. And so like this guy's like, you know, he's like, where's your ticket? And this guy's like, I don't have a ticket. And he's like, yes. And he starts like hitting the conductor with his papers. <gasps> and he's like, he's like, I don't have a fucking ticket. In Italian. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so the they just pulled the train over and kicked this guy out on the side of the Oh my God. Italy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen this happen before. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Wait, that's a Norm- literal Indiana Jones mo- moment of no ticket. Yeah. 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 It, it happened in front of my face. They like pulled him out, kicked him off. Like it's pitch black. It was in the middle of the night and they just like kicked this dude off the side of the train. So that's awesome. That's a train. See, now I'm agreeing with their choice here. Trains make things more fun. So they do make more fun. Yeah. 
we're good on that. <laughs> but I did write this. So there's a moment in this whole great train chase and throwing people in and out of cars and stuff where Lily Collins goes to the dining car to just get food. And this is one of those cool action films that acknowledges that people get hungry, right? Because usually it's just like... Yeah. <laughs> it's usually like people just don't go to the bathroom or they don't eat in like the 22-hour period and no one cares. This It happens a decent amount in this one, but she goes to that train car. And I don't know if it was on purpose, but if you, if you guys notice, she's saying everything she's acting. She's like, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten in a while. This looks good. Hmm, I think he he'll like, like this. Yeah, yeah, he might <laughs> like this with the candy. I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know. And there was no purpose to it at all, like this scene. Just to spill the food in yeah. three seconds later. I guess that's why. I guess that's Phil why. Collins. Phil Collins should have sprung for a better script, all I can say. <laughs> yeah, look, you have you have parents who love him and Taylor Lautner's who are like fighting Hollywood to get him a script like this, and Phil Collins is letting his daughter down and be like, do whatever you want. <laughs> Here's yeah, just, just, just get out of my, get out of my face, love. I need to come up with another drum solo. <laughs> oh man, I do love another food scene, and I know we don't usually do food scenes on this podcast. Foodie films, they do it on, but not here. When Alfred Molina finally coaxes them to like meet with him, mm-hmm. and he's, they're like running away, and he's like, "I'll give you a burger and a and a milkshake." Yeah, it worked. They're kids at heart. You know, they might die. They don't trust this person instead of fighting for their lives. But I'm a hungry teenager. Hungry teenager, ultimately. Always works. In the yeah, better version, in the better version of the movie, he should have said, shots! To, like, do a callback yeah, to the yeah. beginning of Taylor Lautner being hungover. Because <laughs> that would have been awesome. Let's have a drink about this. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, free booze? All right. <laughs> okay, I'll give you porno mags and shots, kids. Oh, this is taking a turn. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that clip, and that's just gonna be <laughs> something I'm sharing on the internet. No. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, before we get to the uh, whole Pirates game showdown, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I'm getting excited for the Pirates game. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot this entire movie already, and I literally just watched it three hours ago. I mean, they lean into this Pittsburgh Pirates ending so hard. Here's a Roberto Clemente jersey. There's this great. So it starts out. It starts out very realistic because they show a shot of the stadium, and it's like a quarter full. By the way, they shot this at an actual Pirates game. No shit. Yeah. And John Singleton wanted like the skeleton crew and they were just allowed to do pretty much whatever they wanted in the stadium i'm like did they knock over fans because that happens a lot here who knows but yeah so just a little context so joe take wait, wait, wait. i could recognize that all of these people in the stands were yinzers these were <laughs> these were a thousand percent native pittsburghers in this movie you guys have to explain who clemente is because they kept focusing on his back i'm like is that somebody i should know he's a very famous pirate that died in a plane crash giving oh, aid the giving aid to the puerto ricans right when recently no no when i don't when was it 70s uh, 80s? Seven, 72 72 okay yeah clemente is like the greatest latin american baseball player of all time he's just like a like legendary really? pirate he's an icon yeah yeah an, an icon like, more than sammy sosa because well, he had that hitting thing he had the hitting thing but like so 
Clemente hit got three thousand hits exactly. It was the off season. He went to give hurricane aid in Central yeah. America and died in a plane crash. Fifteen oh time, God. Fifteen time All Star, like legendary. Like he was gonna be like like at the end of the day, like the greatest baseball player ever, right? Like I mean, and- up there for sure. He was thirty eight already, but he was still like going strong. Like Clemente is just a legend. It's funny. Like I, I take my love of baseball for granted because I there's like a whole written up thing in the IMTB trivia about Roberto Clemente. I'm like, who's going to ask that? But Me? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, so was that his statue? Because they zoomed in yes. on the statue as yes. if it mattered. Yes. It matters because he's an incredible human being and, and you know, a great baseball player, but it doesn't matter to the movie, right? He yeah, that's why I was confused. Like, they zoomed in on his shoes. Like, watch these shoes. I'm like, oh. Well, so he like, leaves the other ticket there. Yeah, he oh. leaves the other ticket there. God, I missed all of this movie. I was just, I was like, should I know who Clemente is? Is he? I mean, you don't he... necessarily have to for the movie. I, I, I don't know why. It's like Tom Brady. If he was like wearing like a Tom Brady jersey, right? I barely know who Tom Brady is. But you do know. You just like you'd be like, oh yeah, he's wearing a famous guy's jersey. All I know is that Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. <laughs> That's all he you loves know about avocado Tom Brady. ice cream. <laughs> oh really? That sounds good. Yeah, I would try. It's like part of his thing, yeah. Um, okay, thank you for explaining. So Clemente is like, is he the closest thing Pittsburgh has to a hometown hero? He's I mean, one of them. There's so a lot a of, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Who are the other ones? I would say Pirates. He's like the top Pirate. He's time. the top Pirate. Mario Lemieux was like, Lemieux was like one of the greatest hockey players ever, and now he owns the Penguins. Wait, isn't he the one that is married to DJ Tanner? No, no, no that's oh. uh, that's Pavel Bure, or Valerie Bure, one of the Bure's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. French sounding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have that, and then and then there's a whole bunch of Steelers, obviously. So Pittsburgh people love their sports, so you they know th- these yeah. people are legends in the town, and I guess it's just a way to like pay homage. And if you're gonna wear a jersey, a Clemente jersey is pretty cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> regardless, he's not Vasquez. If he had a Vasquez jersey on, that would have been really funny. There's Who's Vasquez. Ah, uh, we could do this all day. <laughs> but there's this great shot. Where he has the Clemente jersey, and you see, like, that's the Roberto Clemente Bridge, right? Or, like, one, one of those bridges? You yeah, see? that's the Clemente Bridge, yeah. Yeah, and, like, you see it in the background. Wait, like, the pretty the pretty yellow one? Yeah. Yeah, the, the bridge that comes, like, right from the from downtown into the Pirates, into, like, PNC Park, is the Clemente Bridge, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so he's that much of a legend in Pittsburgh, regardless of... They uh, named the bridge after him, yeah. Set set the scene here, if you want, since this is, like, all... This is all you here. I've never been there. This is your hometown. First of all, PNC Park is fucking beautiful, and all of that looks just like that. I mean, if you watch a game, that's how it is. Yeah, so they, like, come in from... The, they cross the Comente Bridge. There's, there is the statue there. All these people are going in. I liked how real it felt because if you pay attention i was just watching the extras in this because i wanted to see like what the extras were doing and there's many times that like i can see a guy from pittsburgh being like i'm in a fucking movie and he like looks right <laughs> at the camera and then like looks away and you're like yeah you are bud like i, I saw you oh man so they like go in and this is the fullest that any pirates game will ever look Okay, that's the other thing. It's <laughs> never this full. There's no there's no amount of people. Like it can't it can't possibly be this full ever. Again, it's similar to that Van Damme movie where it's just like they really lean into the Pittsburgh sport team and they have a chase kind of around the stadium. They bump into Which people. is real? Yeah, I've been to the stadium. I mean, like all of this was parts of the stadium that I was like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly where all of this shit is." So we have some also like some famous classic uh vendors. Is this is a common thing, right? Like Every stadium kind of has their own vendors. Like, there's like, oh, yeah, this is the cotton candy guy. And, like, 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Ryan? City Field doesn't have too many of them anymore since they went to the new stadium, unfortunately. But definitely, and yeah, I mean, there's always like I've been going to games since I was a kid, and there's characters at the ballpark that I've seen since I was a child. You know, yes, from exactly. vendors and even to like fan, like certain fans. Like there's like a pin yeah. guy. There's like a. Uh, cowbell man you know there's like a bunch it's, of stuff. It's, yeah. you see you know them yeah. yeah so i was looking for some of these vendors because because the pirates suck so like we normally have like these like very famous like uh vendor guys that like are always like they've sold one thing for 40 years at the ballpark right so like every time you see him you're like Whoa, oh classic. that's the cotton candy guy yeah. like that's just who he is i was looking for those so like sadly we didn't have any of those in the in the movie because i was like come on man like can we get like, <laughs> one good like cotton candy or as if it wasn't enough pittsburgh fan service you need one more thing I, yeah i want i want the stamp of approval right like if you i feel like if you get the cotton candy guy then then it's, <laughs> it means it's it's legitimate right like if he bought in i'd be like okay the city approved right like we put our we put our faith in his <laughs> hands and if he condones it it's real. And you mentioned it, Joe. They're playing my team. My team is playing your team. So the, the Mets are there playing. And there's a lot of old Mets from whenever they shot this that I remember. And they show, like, the Mets bumbling a ball at one point, And <laughs> people are cheering. I'm like, of course, of course. But I think it's just what a weird coincidence that it would be, like, the Pirates versus the Mets. So we're talking about it today. It's so weird because <laughs> you and I have gone to see the Pirates and the Mets play each other <laughs> at City Field. So it's like... Yeah, <laughs> this movie very, was made very for us. Made for us to talk about. It was about purposely today. made for us to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> when I saw them like first come, I was like, "Are they playing the fucking Mets?" And then like as the game keeps going, I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, it really is the Mets." Like because they could have used any team or whatever. Because like the game itself doesn't need to exist in this no, movie. No, no, there's no like any action on the field. Like I'm wearing a like a Mets Hawaiian shirt today. Uh, I don't know if you could see it Ooh. because I'm going to a Mets game right after this. It's just like it's just weird, and I'm like, and I'm going to be thinking about Taylor Lautner. I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what that's what will be happening today. I promise, Brian, you will be the only person sitting in City Field today being like, I wonder what Taylor Lautner will be doing. <laughs> oh, well, no, there's dozens of Twihards around at any given dozens. time. Dozens. Perhaps maybe they're thinking about, but Lautner? And, and I, I, you know what? I severely underplayed the love of baseball that you would have to have if you were a twihard. True, true. Best baseball movie of all time. <laughs> top five, top five. I'm happy this was the big ending. It wasn't just like a quick PNC Park scene. It's the big ending. And his dad gets in hold of him, contacts him. He's like, leave the stadium, chase him out there. And so I can shoot him for you. And he just shoots him. He just snipers him there's so many killings in this movie that are right in front of people tons tons of tons of innocent so many that no one reacts to like i'm sorry nope where are the cops in pittsburgh i mean well it's hard to get around but there would have been cops like on the side of that street right there like that's like where like players can enter i mean like that's like a very big like, they shut down that street so the part of it being like he comes out and there's like not really people there yeah like you can walk there during a game but like you can't drive there so there would be no cars it would be an open place like normally like when we go tailgate like it, we're behind where taylor lautner is like that's where we tailgate for steelers games like under that bridge that gotcha. he was standing in front of so like really close to where his dad's like posted up shooting from it's just insane like a direct hit kill whatever and and he like shook the whole like that well, i want to know what kind of rifle that was he like he got his whole body into that right like crazy yeah he took out that man and that's the bad guy and uh Although, another thing we didn't mention, the whole time they're alluding to, like, Alfred Molina being potentially one of the people on this list of 
double agents that have betrayed the United States or whatever. And turns out he is. And what's crazy, too, is whatever. There's like his boss is there and he's like, oh, the dad said you would say that a certain like. So they kind of catch him in the lie and they don't arrest him on the spot, even though he. Nope. He sold, like, U.S. secrets. That's treason. That's, like, the <laughs> highest crime you can do. They're like, hey, buddy, we got you. Just go home. We'll talk about it in the office tomorrow. It's a weekend. I, I can't deal with this right now. He's going to go on the run now. And then Taylor Lauder, not like, oh, my God, see, you were right. He asked him, like, an extra question after that. I forgot what it was. So to set the scene for the entire film, they are teasing this dad character like he's, you know, freaking Like, if I did not know that this movie was... A crappy movie that people didn't like. Like if I thought this was a big summer blockbuster, I'm thinking yeah. they're getting like Tom, Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Tom Cruise is a good call for sure. He could be Taylor Lautner's dad. Yeah, yeah, like some kind of huge action star, and you're like, oh shit, you know. Whereas really, he could be in the second one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants to speak to you? You're very brave, Nathan. I handled things with Hudson. You and Karen won't have to worry about the agency from now on. Where are you? I'm right here, watching from a distance. Like I always have. All I ever wanted was to keep you safe, make sure you didn't get hurt. And I failed. I'm sorry, Nathan. I truly am. Well, when can I see you? Why don't you come out here and talk to me in person? I'd like that. More than you can imagine. But it's not possible. Why not? I made certain choices a long time ago. I have to live with the consequences of those choices, but you don't have to. Well, then it's up to me. I want to meet you. You don't understand the risk. I don't care about the risks. <laughs> you remind me of your mother. Martin? Dad? Nathan. I'm your father. But I'll never be your dad. I lost that chance a long time ago. I don't know if you can understand my reasons. Maybe someday you will. You're the only family I've left. You're leaving me all alone. You're gonna be all right. Sorry, son. Goodbye, Nathan. So, so Kate, you had teased who it was. So will you tell the slumbers who the dad ends up being? And they don't meet, right? Or do they? No, they don't meet. He sees him. He sees him because he's. He, they're on the phone together, and he's like, "I see you, son." Like, but it's not official. Like, Dad, I just want to meet you. And he says, he's "No, like, okay, okay." Listen, if you're a fan of the 1997 classic, my best friend's wedding, like I am, <laughs> uh, you would instantly know that was Dermot Mulroney. Dermot okay? Mulroney, late 90s, early 2000s heartthrob. I like him actually. I think he's a good actor. I just don't know if he meets the hype that they were giving for this movie. Wait, wasn't he? Um, Steel Magnolias or is that Dylan McDermott? I get them confused. I get everybody that. does. They were on that TV show together like four years ago that played with that. Oh, really? The one about cheap flights to Vegas. I watch a lot of shit. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney in another baseball movie. If any of you, any of you have seen Angels in the Outfield, he's like the dead. He's the deadbeat dad in that as well. So I'm like, oh. He's like, I'll adopt you when the angels win the pennant or whatever. I forgot. Whatever he says. He's the yeah, one who says. Is, oh, that's right. That is the shitty premise of that movie. <laughs> so that's what? horrible. Twice twice playing the dad in a baseball-related movie who gives up on his child. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about typecasting. 
Tony dances in that movie. Oh, oh, the look at the cast of Angels in the Outfield. This is a huge segment. You've never seen this movie? It's really good. Come on. This is not a cute movie. Danny Glover. Yeah, it is. It really is. That's the problem. It really is a Kate movie. You just never seen it. Danny Glover. Not 1994. But yeah, no. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Brenda Fricker, who won an Oscar for like one of those Irish movies. Tony Danza, Christopher Lloyd, (laughs) Taylor Negron, who he's in a he's in a lot of high school stuff. He's a if you look up Taylor Negron, he's like a oh that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's in Better Off Dead and a bunch of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. The delivery guy. But it's very known for. Not only the Dermot Moroni cameo, but Matthew McConaughey and Adrian Brody both play like two or three line players on the team pre-Oscar wins. Obviously, this is '94. This is this is also Christopher Lloyd's like at least second baseball movie. What was his first? Eight Men Out. Come on, oh, John Eight Men Cusack. Out. Of course. Come that's on. a that's a Kate movie. That's a Kate movie. Oh, Kate saw that at thirteen for sure. <laughs> like this is boring as shit, but John Cusack's hot. Okay, so by the way, while you guys were just geeking out on. Pittsburgh baseball for like 10 minutes and I was quiet I was trying to remember the player who played like 1919 who was always drunk and then would just like disappear and then go act but would never say the script but then still got awards do you guys know who I'm talking about no this is a good story who I don't know I was trying to find it I couldn't find it I saw a twitter thread on him like probably three months ago was he a pirate I don't know I'm trying to remember I feel like he was a white Sox, but I don't think that's right was this in the movie eight and eight men out no you guys were talking just about Clemente. Yeah, she was talking and about I was like oh I can't engage on this baseball talk I'm at all because I have no idea what you're talking about so <laughs> I'm gonna try to remember the cool baseball player who I think was also anti-racist in like 1919 which is pretty you know revolutionary I'll look it I up remember I'll, his name I'll try to find it out and he could have been a pirate basically Clemente made me go down a rabbit hole and I really only know like five baseball players <laughs> Okay. Well, there you go. Clemente inspired you. Abduction inspired you to seek I'm out just inspired. More, more knowledge. <laughs> the movie doesn't end here, though. We, no. We get a cute, nice little coda. No, it's beautiful, right? Wait, there's more? They make out in the ballpark. They oh, sit okay, there in an okay. empty ballpark and make yeah, out for a little bit. Because love. Which is very Better Off Dead. It, it is. That is the ending of Better Off Dead. But they have a car. Sorry we missed the game. You can take me to another one. It's a date. So, you mean this isn't going to be like eighth grade after the boathouse between us? You know what the problem was back in eighth grade? Just wasn't ready for you yet. Hmm. So I had to wait four years for you to ask me out? (laughs) Yeah. But you gotta admit, it was one pretty exciting first date. (laughs) <laughs> definitely taylor and what's her name lily collins just sitting and they're like oh what, what's the line you said it before joe didn't you he said that was one hell of a first date because <laughs> they talk about like why why she didn't he didn't ask her out after they oh by the way goes, they feel very estranged for like how much time that they've actually spent together that they later established because like at the beginning of the movie he's like oh this is the girl next door that like i've never spoken to and I have no idea who she is. And then she's like, remember that time our families went on vacation together and we spent like the whole summer together? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> she like commented so, about how his room changed too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And I'm like, so you guys are like, no, you absolutely know exactly who each other are and see each other all the time. Like this wouldn't have been weird for you to be outside and be like, oh, I'm going to go like hang out with that chick. It's something like, we see a lot in high school films, but yeah, it's still, especially annoying here because they don't, God, I keep doing this. But they don't really have the best chemistry regardless. 
That's uh, also true. They um, make out a lot, though. They do make out a lot. Apparently, and I was like, oh, they don't have a lot of chemistry. Apparently, now this could be the publicist saying, but they dated for a little bit after this. Again, wouldn't shock me if it was just to promote the film. Who knows? But yeah, uh, yeah and he's like, oh, I wasn't ready to date you then. I am now after all I went through today. I'm like, what? <laughs> Insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, and he's like, that was a hell of a first date. And that's how, like, the movie just... Corny. End. Corny-ass ending. But I loved it. That was that was the best ending for this. For me, I was like, I couldn't have written a better end. Like, it's just like, it was so stupid, so... This is, this is so many things that just appeal to you, Joe. Just from, like, getting to know your, like, movie <laughs> stuff. Because not just the Pittsburgh things, but there are twinges of a lifetime at moments. There's Okay. So, yes, it did feel very lifetime. And I will tell you exactly if if you liked any of these tidbits in the movie. When we get to buy two get one free, my other pick okay, okay. is. I, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not gonna spoil it. So we'll but get yes, there. it had a lot. Of, it feels very life. Like it starts out like a lifetime movie, becomes an action movie for no reason, and then ends as a lifetime. Movie. <laughs> and I was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. With, with two fast connections and yeah, Pittsburgh. It, it, it's just it, I, I can't believe it. And the more I watch it, I'm like, wow, Joe too. Joe too. Like, <laughs> dude. I, now that I've seen this, I was like, there's no reason I shouldn't have seen this, and I will definitely watch it again like soon. Like I'm gonna make Rachel. <laughs> watch it really really soon like and start preaching the gospel of abduction because this was a movie made for me I really you could single-handedly get this movie a sequel yeah i could try look netflix netflix is doing its job too we could all help <laughs> so i i say all that because my first question every week that i ask is who was this movie made for and was it made for joe too or was there another targeted audience i don't think that there is an audience besides like me and teenage girls that were team jacob right like that's that's the audience kate do you concur oh yeah no i can't argue on this one at all <laughs> It's like specifically for us, because like it's not for dudes that like action movies. A lot of times we come down to a point where it's like maybe this was, you know what? It, the other thing it could be is like a teenage date movie. Like your mom drops you off with your girlfriend when you're 13 or 14, and you pick a movie to go see, and that's what movie's playing. <laughs> this would be the one that you're like, look, Taylor Lautner's in it, but you're like, yeah, but it's a cool bro action movie, and then like you just make out in the theater anyways. So that's what this movie is for. You're not wrong. That that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Great. Okay. Most likely to succeed. I ask this question every week. Who won the movie? Who comes out most on top of all the characters? Sigourney Weaver. Done. She's she a can... good pick. She's a really good pick. Yeah, we didn't mention she ends up like, hey, you can move in with me. Uh, because your parents are dead. And your other parent is an assassin who goes away. So, yes. But also she gets to go home alone because he's too busy making out. So she doesn't have to deal with, like, a snotty teenager that much. And she only got to deal with him for, like, a year. She's like, yeah, then you'll go yeah. to college and, like, you'll get the fuck out. So, like, you got, like, a year left. And she's very clear about that. Like, oh, just temporarily, though. Like, don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your mom. I've been faking I'm to be your therapist you. the entire time. So, so. And she gets to keep her um, pension, oh, remember? Because right. Alfred Molina yes, was yeah. going to take it away. Comment about taking oh, yeah. Pension. yeah. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was weird that, like, she must know all this weird stuff about him because she's been oh, faking yeah. his therapist and it's like, hey, I'm going to live with you that, now. That's what I was saying. I was like, imagine coming home and she's like, oh, you're late. Are you depressed again? And you're like, stop. Like, can we just <laughs> like, can we just be roommates? Not like this part. OK, Wooderson Award. Is there a character here in the background or, you know, maybe in the front who you would have liked to have seen a little bit more of in this movie? The kid selling fake IDs. Oh, the friend, because he's like coordinating all this dope shit for him. 
Like he's the he's essentially his man in the chair, right? So like that kid should is the actual one that should be like a CIA agent. He's like already producing fake IDs. He like got the handle on everything. He contacts him. He like hooks it up. That's who I want to see more of. So the uh, kid of color uh, is doing a lot of work behind the scenes and not getting credit. Hmm. Oh, surprise! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just being framed as a criminal. How surprising. Kate. Obviously, it's Jason Isaacs because he's hot. Jason Isaacs, yes. He was very evil in The Patriot, though. Like, I still can't. I still. F- can't forgive him for that film but he was against mel gibson so who knows long duck dong award is there a character it doesn't have to be racially or genderly offensive or anything like that but is there a character whose omission would make this film better here was there an offensive angle or lily collins get rid of her (laughs) (laughs) he should have how much better would this movie have been when she's like he's like we should split up like you go home and, and and she's just like sounds good and just like leaves right like he's like there's no more love interest he's like she's like yeah I, I was thinking about going home and he's like I'll be better off without you and you're like yep that'll work cool see you in class on Monday and like just just takes off much better the cliches in this film are amazing because you get that cliche of like we should split up no you know but you also get that very famous cliche of like there's no time to tell you information thing oh what oh. Who, who's my dad there's no time let's go here there's no time <laughs> Like, then then let's take a car ride together where there's going to be moments of silence. We've all been in the car with somebody, even our <laughs> best, best friend. There's at least a little moment of silence where you could throw in a different conversation topic. Like, can you tell me now what's going on? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're alone in the car. There's nobody else here. Can you just tell me, like, what's <laughs> actually happening? Like, no, there's, there's no time. <laughs> the time is here. They should have fucking told him back in the day. Oh, yes, yes. D- yeah, we, yeah. Oof. Yes. Cameron Fry Award. Does anyone look too old to be a high schooler here? We see a lot of high schoolers at the beginning. One of the, I was going to nominate a guy, but I forgot he was in college. But we don't see too... The college guy is most likely, yes. I agree with you, though. Yeah. What college guy? What did I miss? The, the first boyfriend. The, the shitty blonde boyfriend. Oh. The Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah he's like a college guy. dude. Like He the, was in college? There's like a throwaway line. He says, line. yeah, I could have any girl in college that I want. Oh, I thought that that was like, I'm a senior and I'm going away. Oh, it could have been that too. Away. Maybe. No, I think no, I think they said that he like came back from. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I clearly was not paying enough attention. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But what I do want to do right now, I do want to rate this movie and give it that old report card grade because I cannot wait to share uh, the Rotten Tomatoes grade on this one. But uh, you know, every week we rate the movie A plus to F scale. But on the Twilight for everything. We really, really don't care. You could use any scale you want. It does not matter. Okay. I do give the caveat of letting you know what the other people thought of this movie. And Rotten Tomatoes, 5% by the critics. That's incredible. That's my that's my sweet spot. I, <laughs> I like under, under 20, usually closer to like under 10, and above 85 is usually what I want to watch. Anything <laughs> in the middle, I can, you just wipe it out. I, like, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Curiously, 42% score by the audience which is a lot higher than five it's still not good but i tried to read a lot of reviews of people like what were the positive reviews what they think and there were a lot of surprising team jacob people who gave this positive reviews i'm not surprised that they give positive reviews i'm surprised that they exist because as we've discussed why be team jacob anyway yeah who the fuck's team jacob letter letterbox even two out of five we don't care about that joe you seem chomping at the bit to give it a grade so what will you grade abduction just just on the joe scale doesn't have to be on i give this 
four and a half Wiley Coyote sticks of dynamite <laughs> on a bomb in the oven out of five. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it so much. I really did. I really, really actually love this movie, and I can't <laughs> wait to watch it again. It's It was made for me. It's perfect. <laughs> Kate? Mine is grade not available because it's so forgettable that I forgot to grade it. I'm <laughs> one loser kid in class. <laughs> N-A, fine, fine. But it wasn't forgettable for you, Joe, Kate? Not as many heartstring connections to your life, I suppose. Team Should Edward! More. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Would Robert Pattinson have made this movie better for you, Kate? Oh, God, yeah, because it, the self Oh, yeah. Even with Lily yeah. Collins in it. Even with Lily Collins being the yes, love We don't because, change her. Because he would not have tried to have chemistry with, it, with her. I just imagine, like, the first scene where he gets thrown from the car while he's doing, like, whatever, like, road, like, surfing it is. Can you imagine Robert Pattinson just, like, shitting the bed doing that? <laughs> Yes, I can, yes. and it's a wonderful image. Absolutely. He would just be like, I don't care about this. It would just be like, so. Absolutely. I love him for the same reason I love Gerard Butler, which is like, there's a lot of times he just gives up and just just does it. Yeah. So this is a question I'm excited about because I have no idea where I'm going with this one. Sleeping bag. What does your abduction sleeping bag look like at the abduction theme slumber party we're having together? I've got it. I've, I've, got, I've got mine. It's going to be a poorly photoshopped image of a recreation of what I should look like at the time I'm going to <laughs> the slumber party. <sighs> That's great. I think that my sleeping bag has. To, it's not going to be a sleeping bag. It's it's a bed frame. Okay. And it's going to be a giant yellow bridge to represent. So you're going to be a kid who brings a bed to a sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, it, it'll be foldable because it, it's it's a bridge, so you can construct. Oh, it'll cool. be like connects, right? Like you put that together. So it's the Roberto Clemente bridge as a bed. Yes, the Roberto the... Clemente bridge, but not a sleeping. It needs to be like the structure of it. I'm guessing you have like the pirate sheets, those like old school baseball sheets. Yeah, or... yeah, 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 definitely. So that takes my pirate thing away. <laughs> um, that's a good one. I like that one a lot. What does my sleeping bag look like? I don't know. This this is a tough one. You know what? This is pretty basic, but I'm just going to go. It just has a print of, like, it's just the top half of Taylor Lautner shirtless. You okay. Know, like That's jumbo. Yeah. Super appropriate. <laughs> yeah. and, then the, and then the dad at the slumber party can be like, getting hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah. Somebody's dad starts hitting on us. Yeah. That's what, that's what needs to happen at the slumber party. Oh, man. So that was our chat on abduction. But of course, this is Twilight Forever. So we have some Twilight adjacent news and games to get into. But before that, I'm going to grab another beer. So give me two seconds. And I also have to grab the Twilight trading cards. So give me one second. You're fine. I'm excited. I cannot find I read this guy's wiki and it was hilarious because I think it was that he was drunk all the time. And he would disappear. He won an award for acting, but he refused to go on script. So the other actors had to work around him. And so that he, he just made it an improv movie every time he showed up? A play, yeah. But he was also really, really good at baseball when he decided to show up. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I read his wiki like this year, and it was honestly the funniest thing. And this was probably around like the 19, like 100 years ago. And I cannot yeah. for the life of me find this guy now. That's awesome, though. I didn't make him up. I don't think that you made him up. I get accused of making this stuff up sometimes. No. I have a very weird brain, too. I understand. No worries. 
because I'm convinced in college, I read about this child that was able to talk after two days and then announced he would die the next day at four years old, but he also created a symphony and nobody believes me. Weird. You know what sometimes happens to me though, is that like, I'll start describing a story that I heard and it will just be like a lifetime movie. <laughs> no, this is real. Yeah, like Rachel will be like, we watched that. I'll be like, oh shit, sorry. I totally don't remember where I heard that. I didn't know that it was just a fake fucking movie that I saw at one point. But No, I'm with you. But I'm telling you, this and this guy was awesome. And I know that you in particular, Joe, would be like, That's this right is fucking alley. awesome. It definitely is. But I can't find him. We'll find him. So, first Twilight news. Uh, do you guys, just with your ears on the ground on Twitter and stuff, on that train track. Have you heard any interesting Twilight news lately? I really haven't. I did find one thing, which I'll share, but nothing new. No movies or anything like that, right? No. No. So I did find one thing. As we discussed previously on the series, Emmett and the eggs, right? We all remember yes. this? <laughs> yes. Em- yes. Emmett brings a bag of eggs. To school, yeah. Apparently, Catherine Hardwick answers the question on why he brought the eggs like a couple weeks ago. Oh, Ooh, tell us. So this, uh, Catherine Hardwick, if you guys, for whatever reason, are not familiar, director of the first Twilight film, this is what she says. I saw Kellen, who's the actor, one day carrying a bag of like one dozen hard-boiled eggs. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You're not going to eat like a dozen eggs, are you? It sounds like me talking like to my friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had never seen anybody carrying a Ziploc bag of one dozen eggs and going to eat them all day long. I was just laughing so hard. I'm like, okay, Emmett has to have those eggs in the scene. You have to carry that in the scene because it's just outrageous. And you know what? I'm all for that. Catherine Hardwick seems like one of us, you know? She wasn't taking the yeah. shit too seriously. She's like, that's awesome. Put the eggs in the shot. So there's no hidden meaning behind it. There's no, uh, some of the Twihards have had hypotheses about this. But it's just, she, she saw him carrying them and she was like, that's fucking weird. I dig it. Let's you do should it. do that in the movie. So it's, yeah, so it's more it. the actor being a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was on brand. I mean, if that's what the actor's doing, then yeah, I get it. Well, maybe she can explain the one baby carrot they left at the table for Edward next. I, I'm i going to look into that because it's weird that this person in this interview did not ask about the baby carrot when she's going to ask about the eggs. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Our first game, and Joe, since you're an official member of the show, you, you got to do some work. You got to introduce the uh, BD-WAP game. So tell our uh, slumbers, our twihards out there, Twilight fans, how we play the old Twitter game. So what we normally do is we try to find a tweet that relates about something we talked about. I mean, that's what I try to do. But more deeper, we try to find someone on Twitter that we're like, you know what? This person gets us. This person would like us. This person would like the show. So that's what you're trying to do is you're trying to find a tweet. Um, there's imaginary points, kind of like whose line is it anyways, to make it a game. Doesn't really matter. That's what we're trying to do. So you try to find a good tweet to tell that person, hey, we have a podcast for you. Oh, you have to tweet that too? <laughs> Kate, you were on the show last time. <laughs> I always forget. That's why I but said But Brian does Brian. it from the main account. Yeah, Brian okay. does it from the okay. main account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Don't to, you don't have to do okay. it. No, 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 no. Okay. So, so Kate, you sent it to me ahead of time. This is correct. We'll do yours first then, and I'll post it in this chat right here. Hold on. Let me get it. Now, Joe, I don't think this is cheating, but you know the rules more than I do because this is your old game. 
It has Kate Hudson's name in the tweet. Does that count? Are we allowed to use it? Yeah, I mean, you're mostly trying to find new people that like aren't related to us. So like, you know, somebody will send us one. It'll be like Kate talking to one of us, right? And we're like, well, Kate already knows that we exist. So as long as that person doesn't know that you exist, there's no real rules. You're just trying to find like a stranger. She doesn't know you exist, Brian. Fair, fair. But I still feel like you're going to get points for that, right? So we're going to amend the thing a little there's bit. There's points? <laughs> uh, yes, there's points. Yeah, we, we sco- we're we scoring this. The winner at, at the end is going to get something. With Everything in this contest here has points. Everything we're going to do right now has points. You know that? You scored points last time. Oh, Am and, I ahead? Who's winning? And for the record, zero points were allotted for the last Twitter game. You guys got points on the card game. But nobody, well, why don't we get points for the Twitter? No one responded. You to, get Yeah, you get a point for a like, two points for a reply, five points for a retweet. And if they email the show, you get 10 points, but pretty much infinity and you win. Yeah, so they just have to react to Okay, it. so I'm just going to cheat and create a Twitter account and then just send my own Don't be that competitive. That no, that's, not the, that's, that's, not, that's absolutely not the point. But yes, Kate, you could do that. Your tw- the tweet that you sent is actually a, a comment on another tweet. So we're going to use that tweet. Joe, did you click on it and scroll up? No, I was finding mine. So <laughs> so click click on it and scroll up. You'll you'll love this. This so is very chaotic. Up, this is very up your alley. Okay. I can only imagine the chaos of seeing someone actually wear this. Hot girl summer. Oh, new moon dress. Amazing. Okay. It's amazing. And <laughs> Brian knows why it's so amazing. So I will hashtag. So how do you, what do you write? Just boy, do we have a podcast for you? No, we've been customizing them. So you'd be like, hey, you know where that dress would look great? It, our slumber party. You know what that's I mean? You'd super like super fucking creepy to say to a woman on the internet, though. I know, I know. I'm, I'm saying, but that's like the kind of vibe that we usually get. <laughs> hey. Like, not like creepy, but just like, you know, you add something fun. Like, oh, we love this dress too. I would definitely wear it. I say, like, hey, love this dress. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Now, this is not this dress is a great on the floor of my slumber party. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, boy, do we have a podcast yeah. for you? Let me go grab my charger because I need it. Yep. I'll be right back. Two seconds. No problem. You're still looking this up. I, all I, hear I, is I cannot let this go <laughs> because I'm starting to suspect this is something I made up, and I don't like it when that happens. I hope it's not because it's a cool story, but I've never heard of it. Well, I don't know how to find this guy. He's probably dead. Maybe his ghost can help me. Okay. It was a damn video that got me. I didn't want to die on you. No worries. No worries. I know. What is the name of this guy? <laughs> this baseball guy? He's still looking for I him? can't get him out of my head because I think there, I think can't I'm get you out, out of my, my head. head. Okay. Joe, I'll give you... Do you have your tweet or are you still looking? Oh, no. I have it. I have it. All right. Send it in the Twitter chat and we'll... I... Picked Michelangelo TR fan at Michelangelo TR fan. Currently watching Abduction starring Taylor Lautner and Lily Collins. Awesome movie. What's a Michelangelo TR fan? That's just that's just his name. That's his name. Yeah, I just read their names. If he's saying that he's a super fan and he's doubling down on that, what is that? I want to know. Oh, I I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It's not Ninja Turtles. Love Marvel movies. Star Wars fan. Uh, Lord of the Rings, love Irish history, love Middle Earth, love Mayans, MC, fan, <laughs> supports diversity and inclusion, stop Asian hate. 
I love this person because the Mayans fucking suck. <laughs> I think they, was much yes, better. Th- that's what I, that's what, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, the Mayans, like, the civilization sucks. <laughs> I think they're talking about the show based on everything else. But, yes, you yeah, were on the she, right She's path. like, the Mayans suck. They, they're all wiped out. Yeah. Like, where the hell are they now? Yeah, the calendar was bullshit. 2012 was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I so, know better than I think, that. I think we should reply to this and say, we agree this is an incredible movie. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. I think you're going to get a response. I hope so. It's from June 1st, too. I sorted by new. So this is like, you know, he's thinking about it two weeks ago. I did the bare minimum on this. Not proud, right. guys. Not proud. I got a tweet for you, Kate. You could take, uh, this is a tweet for, can I give you this one? Can I give Kate one to help her? Kate, we'll let you get another one in because I really want to see what this tweet is. I think Hot Girl Summer will, like, land, but yeah, give it to me. This is a tweet that I would have picked for Kate. It's from Kate slash Team Hall. Abduction is one of my favorite movies, and I love Taylor Lautner and his role on Twilight. Oh my god, Team Jacob, but he's shirtless, and there's a gif of him in the thing. Like, this is what would respond, right? So let's, uh, what do we want to say? Fuck you, Team Edward! No, no, no. (laughs) No, that's not... No. You say, the best Taylor is a shirtless one. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. We'll just do that and see. No one gets points then because, you know. The best Taylor is a shirtless one. Boy, do we have... I mean, I would just say, fuck you, Team Edward. I'll see you in hell. (laughs) I don't want to do that for the show. Yeah, that works. That's how you get fans. I can see why why your dating (laughs) website's going so well, Kate. (laughs) Okay, so here is mine, and it's a little confusing, so I'll I'll explain it. Send Wait, you get points too, Brian? Yeah, we're everybody's all... playing, Kate. What you played this game last time? I didn't understand it then either. I'm playing for fun. Like I don't play the card game because I have the cards. But this is Kelly Patterson. Her perfect. Her list of favorite movies: all the Harry Potter's, the Bourne movies, Rocky, Dirty Dancing, Grease, Con Air, Kate, yes! Con Air, Abduction. The Twilight films, Rush Hour, Hear No Evil, See No Evil. That's her list of favorite films. That's so incredible. I'm just That's a great being tweet very to basic here. <laughs> and I'm doing it. I don't know what I'm going to say, though. You guys, here's the like, slightly creepy thing about this game that where everyone is listing the things they like. I did that at 12 years old. So I kind of feel like we're interacting with tweens. I clicked on this person. She didn't seem like a tween. And I'm not saying anything creepy. I'm going to say great films. Boy, do we... Have a podcast for you. If cigarette companies can sell to teens, so can I. (laughs) Oh, yes. Cigarette companies. The bastion of ethical behavior. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I've sent away. So, we'll see. No points for last time. Oh, I got a notification. I thought it was me liking it. Oh, no. Your like does not count. (laughs) Wait, where's Joe? Wait, did Joe leave? He's not on the Zoom chat anymore. I haven't been watching you guys. It's weird. It's too voyeuristic. That's why I just noticed. I didn't know when he, he left. Joe is fucking done with this shit. Well, we gotta wait for him now. I, I'm starting to think I made up this baseball player. I hope you didn't. <laughs> baseball player who saved someone from fire. Rube Waddle? Oh, no. Yes, I found that in two seconds of searching. Rube Waddle. Look, I'll send it to you in the... Who? Rube waddle what a name i bet that is him how did you find that i literally put baseball player who saved someone from a fire <laughs> oh did i i thought i made that part up no. oh look he's pittsburgh pirates look at me that's why there you go that's why listen somewhere in my lizard brain 
it 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 pinged. Sorry, Joe. We found the baseball player, so I was a little distracted. Welcome back. Okay. Good. 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 Rube, cool. Sorry. Rube Waddle. I don't think this is it. No, but it says eccentric behavior. Yeah, but he's he's a he was a pirate, but I don't think that's him because I don't see anything about his acting. Yeah, he was an actor. It's not in that Wikipedia article, but it's in other articles. I don't think that's him, though. I don't, well, if you find some a better candidate for this, let me know. <laughs> let's let's wrap this thing up. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> Wait, this might be him because someone on Reddit says, "I want a biopic of le- legendary baseball idiot Rube Waddle, played by Woody Harrelson." That might be right. I hope so. I hope it is Rube Waddle. I hope we've discovered the mystery. Joe, you were temporarily out. You're back. We just uh. Boy, we got a podcast for you, somebody. So we good. Somewhat related to the tweet. That's why you and I were kind of chuckling together. This might be my favorite game. The Kate Hudson eBay purchase of the week under fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. What was it? I, so I have something to say, Kate. Uh oh. And I'm sorry. I might have gone a little over budget this time, but I promise it's worth it. We'll see. We'll see. I got real drunk. I went on eBay and bought a lot of dumb shit the past month. I don't think that you got this. I just want to say I'm trying to help facilitate the whoring 20s, okay? I want to be a part of this, and I know that we can't see you on camera right now, but I am confident that you are going to love this thing. Rachel was... um like, you know, bumbling around on TikTok a little bit. And she said she found something. She sent it to me. And she said, Joe, I think I got something for you to to help with the game okay. next time. And I was, I saw it. I nearly pissed myself. <laughs> and I messaged Brian. Well, first of all, I was like, Rachel, we have to find this. She said, okay. She helped me find it. Then I um, sent it to Brian. I was like, Brian, I have the best thing for the next game. I was like, I, I'm going to, to present these to Kate. I hope that she likes them. And I, I'm going to give you some choices here. That was something uh, I had said, that this is such a personal item that... there's Yeah, but, but there is many choices here. You have to choose. So I'm dropping them into the, the DMs right now. And I think that to get ready, I know that... It was, you know, it's summer, and I think you need one of these delightful oh, no. twilight bathing suits. Oh, no. You got many options. There's there's one piece. There's bikini. <laughs> there's many different how much, options. How much are they? $25. That's $5 over the budget. but uh, They are going to disintegrate, but send them to me. They're already in the DMs. I highly recommend. Brian and I were making... We're making a pitch that this last one, the one of four different quadrants of Kristen Stewart's <laughs> face stitched together in a <gasps> one piece, okay. is might be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. First off, it's $30 because it's $6 delivery. Sorry, sorry. Uh, well, I, I told you I went a little over budget. I'm we'll, sorry. I'm sorry. We'll charge it on the Cage Club bill. Well, well I'll, I'll, I'll Venmo you the money later or something, Kate. If you pick the one that you like that's over the $20 budget. Oh my God! These are terrible. They're come on. They're incredible they're, though. Oh <laughs> the shit! Brian... The one I want is unavailable. Oh, no. I want the Twilight Saga high waist bikini cover slim bra top. Oh, I'm because sorry. The boobs. There's nothing on it. It's just. 
Well, oh. there is something on it. It just doesn't look like anything because it's printed weird. Yeah, it's his forearm is where, like, his... I, <laughs> yes. This is the one I want! Well, I mean, maybe we can Google it and find it somewhere else. I'm sure Amazon's not the only place that has these. But this is my presentation to you this time. I thought that, you know, Hot Girl Summer, Whoring 20s, we're getting back into it. You know, you can flex a little bit. And Brian was like, man, can you imagine you're just sitting there? You're at Sandals. You have a nice Mai Tai in your hand. And Kate Hudson walks by wearing this bikini. <laughs> I, okay. I want you guys to know I would legitimately wear the Twilight Saga high waist bikini cover slim bra top. <sighs> it's out of stock. So here's what I'm going to do what? I'm going to put an alert on it. So when it comes into stock, I am going to buy it. Have you ever seen these before, though, or is this is no. blowing to you? Okay, good, because they're amazing, right? Like generally, there's just like there's. I just love like I love it. I love it. Good. I'm glad that you like. Hold on, because okay, so this is where this came from. This was the like TikTok video that Rachel that that Rachel had sent to me. So let me put that in the 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 DMs too. Y'all run, don't walk to Amazon right now. But dude, I was fucking like dying for this it's moment. Amazing! I would buy that. I want everyone to know that the cut of the bikini would like would be the most flattering, and it doesn't work unless you actually wear the swimsuit. You can't just buy it just to have it, right? Because the one piece doesn't look yeah. good on me. The the weird halter. Not to get too. That's too why high. we got that. We got that. Rachel's a woman. She understood. That's why she yeah. picked like you know a couple different cut side you know she's just like you know whatever makes you happiest that's fine but the prints are all fucking amazing they're amazing i see the cut of that the one that's out of stock and there's a reason why it's out of stock it's the best is because it's by far the most flattering <laughs> that's so good if you could find one that you like that's approved by the committee yeah. here <laughs> No, just like any other, like, yeah, I'm sure that there's other options. This, I was just presenting these options. I think you should have a Twilight bikini is what I'm trying to say. A I Twilight know, swimsuit. So what's going to end up happening is at the end of this, after, because I've been losing weight because of, you know, broken hot girl league summer. Um, I'm going to take a picture with my cheap ass. By the way, it did not have the Han um, typo in the actual. Oh, okay. Race. Damn it. Okay. So, yeah, I was going to follow up since this one has gone. So swimmingly well. Oh, bad pun. I didn't even intend to. <laughs> but, but I, oh I my think... god, there's just one of Edward Cullen. That's amazing, but it's a one yep. piece. If that's the... See? Oh, find one you like, send us the tweet. This episode comes out on Monday, so any if it's any time next week, that's the time amount you have to find one. And if not, we'll just keep the alert on the one you liked. But if you find one before that, let us know. We'll share it so that the slumberers know. But oh. Kate, yes, my next question. Let's follow up. Last time. Joe, you asked for Kate to buy something on eBay. Uh, what was it? It was like a... Something about your death will not leave me or something. It's a bracelet. It's a bracelet, yes. So with a typo. And you're saying, Kate, it did not have the typo in real life. It did not have the typo. That was just the God image. God damn it. Okay. Whew. The card game. So just to describe what this game is, I randomly purchased this whole huge pack of New Moon trading cards from NECA. Incredible. I went a little crazy... Uh, like a month ago, and bought all these other packs from other Twilight movies. Oh, God. Yes. Wait, so you got them all? No, I don't Were have them all. Were you drunk? But... No comment. I... 
<laughs> okay, so look, I saw this one. It looked cool for Breaking Dawn. And the guy on eBay was like, I could buy this for like whatever price it was, right? Or yeah. I could get that and three Eclipse packs in the same <laughs> package for like $5 more. I was like, Fuck He upsold it. you on eBay? That's amazing. Well, it was like the same seller, but I'm like, he just wants to get rid of these. I'm like, why not? This is Twilight Forever, right? We're going to need a lot of cards for the next We're gonna need a lot of cards, 30 yeah. years. So how the card games works is there are six cards in each pack. Pack, yeah. Now we're, we're sticking the new moon because that's the open one. And we technically haven't done a new movie and I don't have all of them anyway. On Eclipse, we can do Eclipse ones, but... I, like I said, oh. I don't have all of them, so whatever. You just pick what you think will be on these cards, and you get points for how, however right you are. So, Joe, you get the first pick. Who do you think is on? Did we say we're like we can't draft the top three? Can we not draft? Is that was that what are the rules last? No, time? originally it was just like pick whoever, and you could pick whoever. You can draft the top three if you want, but you, it, since it's like, but it was we switch right? It's snaked, yeah. So Kate, then you, then Kate, then you. So okay. I'm taking I'm taking Team Edward. Okay, so I was dumb, Bella. Bella. Kate is taking Bella. Taylor Lautner. Say the character name, please. Edward and Jacob for me. Jacob, she okay. has Bella. I'm going to do Bella, and then I'm going to do... Uh, I'm going to do Billy Black. Billy Black. Good call. I'm going to take Edward's dad, the dad call-in. And just a reminder... No, Edward... no, 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 no. you got to know their names. <laughs> I'll let you... I don't know their names. I've seen this... I, I, I haven't seen this movie in months. It's not like we just watched that movie. I'll Come let on. it slide, but next time, know their names. So... What's the dad call Carlisle. 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 Okay. So, just another thing, too, just a reminder for listeners and you guys. Y'all pick people, but last time, Bella's truck was on a card... Features, yes, you know. yes, it could, yes. It could oh, be well, anything. I was about to, well, yeah, I was about to pick um, Volterra. Okay, so that's what you're going to do? Yeah, I've got Billy Black, Bella, and Volterra. The city of Volterra. Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm opening the packet so you guys can see on the this is like a This is like a Twitch stream. Yeah. This is a card. Yeah, card you break. You need the camera facing down. You need the, yeah. your little card <laughs> yeah, yeah, next to this. it. I'm excited. Card break, in one point each. <sighs> They're like tight. Oh my god, these are like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're like here we go, 10 here we years go, old here or whatever, right? Yeah. So like, here we go. Here are the cards. First card up. Laurent. Who had Laurent? Get, Nobody. Wait, no one. Wasn't he last time as well? No, we didn't get Laurent yet. I definitely no, haven't seen Laurent. this card yet. This is a okay. badass card. Look at this card. Awesome. You look, look at his blue steel face. And it says, I didn't expect to find you here. That's the quote. Yeah. Ooh. That's what he says to her in the, the clearing. So you, both of you, everyone will get points for this one. It's just the poster. Twilight, New Moon. Well, I get two points. Kate gets one. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah, it does. Yes, that's how it works. So two more points. Let's see. Next card. Something to celebrate. Edward. And Bella. We both get Bella. a point. Both point, get a point. point. Something together. Edward and Bella meet at school. Happy birthday. Don't remind me. Your, your birth, <laughs> so good. Your birth so is good. definitely something to celebrate. Edward kisses her tenderly. Both have to remind themselves to move towards their classrooms. Yeah, exactly. Whew. That was <laughs> so, dramatic. So Edward, that was extensive. So Edward Bella points there. Next card. This is a partial card. It's called Goodbye, Edward. And this is where you build the full poster. But it just has Bella's face on it. So <laughs> oh, another no! point for Kate. Another point for oh, Kate. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Here we go. The jump. Jacob and Bella are on this card. Man. Point each. The, Point the each. jump. Bella dives into the Lapush Cliffs. 
Bella, says this, there's only one way I know to see him. So that's what I'll have to do. Oh. <laughs> so that's, that was touching. <laughs> All right. So one. One. Last we're card. Even. Last card in the break. Yeah, we're like completely tied. Joe, Joe, you're running away with this one. We get another Edward card. <gasps> with conditions, it's called. Bella and Edward discuss the timing of making her immortal and of doing it himself. I have one condition, if you want me to do it myself. What's the condition? And then, forever. It's what I'm asking. Marry me, Bella. <laughs> Boom. Listen, he wasn't in the movie that much. I thought these cards I've would be this- better. Kate, the cards are designed for people like you to buy. If there wasn't six Edward cards in every pack, who the fuck would buy these? Um, Okay, so this is the perfect segue into our last homework assignment because I forgot how funny it is that Donald Trump was in love with our our pats and still very well. They could be. Well, it it is, yes. So we have two more homework assignments, technically. I skipped one by accident, so we'll get that one at the end. But the second to last one you alluded to, Kate, yes. Did you do your homework? Did you watch the SNL monologue, the the uh, Kristen Stewart one where she talks about the Trump stuff? Yeah. Joe, did you do it? Yeah, I did. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is really great to be hosting Saturday Night Live, I got to tell you. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm here to promote my movie Twilight, which this week has been on iTunes for eight years. <laughs> Check it out. Um, I'm a little nervous to be hosting because I, I know that the president's probably watching and um, <laughs> I don't think he likes me that much. Here's how I know. Four years ago, I was dating this guy named Rob, um, Robert. And uh, we broke up and then we got back together and for some reason, it made Donald Trump go insane. Um, here's what he actually tweeted and, and this is real. Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch, he can do so much better. (laughs) Now I know what you're thinking, right? That's so crazy. The president tweeted about you once. No, no, no. The president tweeted about me 11 times. Um, He also said, everyone knows I'm right, that Robert Pattinson should dump Kristen Stewart. In a couple years, he'll thank me. Be smart, Robert. I know. Um, and then one day later, he tweeted, everyone's asking me to speak more on Robert and Kristen, and I don't have time except to say, uh, Robert, drop her. She cheated on you, and she'll do it again. <laughs> okay, so to be fair, I don't think Donald Trump hated me. I think he's in love with my boyfriend. Uh, because he also tweeted this. Miss Universe 2012 pageant will be airing live on NBC and Telemundo December 19th. Open invite stands for Robert Pattinson. That's crazy, right? Um, The president is not a huge fan of me. But that is so okay. And Donald, if you didn't like me then, you're really probably not gonna like me now because I'm hosting SNL and I'm like so gay, dude. What'd you guys think? I had seen this like when it came out. I hadn't seen it since. I knew of the Trump tweets. Amazing that he was obsessed so much with what was happening with Bella and Edward, essentially. Well, not really, but, you know, with uh, the actors. I don't remember this part coming out um, in closer uh, history. I do remember people digging up the tweets 
more recently and like laughing about those but i didn't know that she addressed it on snl and it was great and it was great she did a really good job and like approached it very very well i think (laughs) agreed agreed he wasn't president at the time but it's just so amazing that i mean i guess it's not as far-fetched knowing who he is but it's just amazing he was consumed consumed with it wasn't one tweet it was several tweets 11 she says (sighs) Kate, 11 tweets about her. Do you remember when Donald Trump tweeted about uh, Kristen Stewart? Or was this something that really um, took hold after he became president? I am sure it mattered to some people, but I have never really paid attention to what that person has done. Fair, fair. (laughs) Fair. There you go. That's a very good point. Yeah. (laughs) Much like 47% of the population. (laughs) But I do remember when she was caught cheating, and I still contend that they it was the end of their contract. But they got back together, she said after that. Yeah, to help her save face because I don't think that they expected it to blow up as, up as much in her face as it did. Crazy. I never really believed that was a real relationship. I always thought that was one of those Taylor Lautner, Lily Collins things. <laughs> ah, that's, yeah, that might be true. What did you, what'd you guys think of the rest of the opening with uh, the... Kate McKinnon and uh, what's her name? AD Bryant. I love AD it Bryant. whenever uh, people drop the F bomb on SNL. Yeah, that's great. So they have their whole little like Kristen Stewart's personality, which everyone, especially at the time, they're all making fun of just her effortless. She's super cool. Yeah, her we're not cool. cool enough to be her. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the fact that she drops a natural F bomb, it's like great because that, that just plays into the character. And that's the character. The, yeah, but kind of, you know, like who we think Kristen Stewart is. She would do that. So she seems delightful. I know a lot of people don't like her. I like her. I like she her. Could ruin my life for sure. <laughs> she was absolutely. Did you guys see Charlie's Angels? She was great in that. No, I need to. It was a great movie. I become in- increasingly lustier after Kristen Stewart the more we watch these movies. I really am. It's just going to continue. Wait till we get to the end ones. When oh, yeah, when she's really no. beautiful and special. <laughs> when, uh, the face magic does get better, by the way. <laughs> Okay, so I did forget a mandatory thing we do every week, and I'm ashamed for forgetting it because, Joe, you were teasing it the entire episode. Yeah. The Rent 2 movies get one free. Oh, God. We're at the magical blockbuster where we know we are renting abduction for our weirdo Twilight slumber party. What two other movies, and each of you get two picks because I want to hear it this time. What two other movies should we watch on this slumber party each? Joe, since you already said yours, you, you go first, and then Kate. Okay, I said one earlier. I got to stick with it. Sudden Death. Jean-Claude Van Damme, he he joins the Penguins, fights through Mellon Arena, well, Civic Arena, Mellon Arena. He fights through that, and um, it's probably one of my favorite action movies for obvious reasons. The second movie is an excellent movie that I would le- I wish we could talk to you guys about, because I think both of you would like it as well. It's a Tyler Perry movie <laughs> called Acrimony. Oh, I know. Set in Pittsburgh as well. And it has very similar vibes to Abduction. Kind of lifetime, kind of chaotic, set in Pittsburgh. But this one's a Tyler Perry movie. It's an excellent movie. Highly recommended. And I try to push that as much as I can. I picked it for Film Club like once. I pushed it on other people. It's a great movie. Acrimony. Okay. That's great. 
That's great. It has a title like abduction. Yeah, right? that's why. Yeah. There. It's ever. It starts out. It has like that same weird tense. It's like not a lifetime. It's like one step up from a lifetime movie. You're like, oh yeah, this would have been in a theater, but it also could have played on lifetime. It wouldn't have mattered. Very, very good. Awesome, awesome. Those are great picks. And how could you not pick the John Claude Van Damme film though? So yeah, so I know. Both good picks, Kate. And remember your rules. Do you remember your rules? I'm not allowed to say Con Air. Yes, you're not allowed to say Con Air, and we're not picking other Twilight films. That's so lame. Okay, so I obviously come late because that's how I roll, and <laughs> Joe has already picked out his picks, and I see them, so I go, ah, sudden death, cool. I go grab Time Cop, Time the best Cop. Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, JCVD awesome. movie of all time. Then okay. Right? And then it's like, okay, now I need to show you guys a real good movie about um, people who don't remember their past and then become kick-ass. And then we get The Long Kiss Goodnight. The Long Kiss Goodnight. I love The Long Kiss Goodnight. We covered it for Too Fast, Too Forever over there, too. Yeah. We did. Great movie. It's Great what movie. abduction could have been. I no, love I love these. <laughs> I love these picks today. Great picks. Glad, glad I remembered it. Gina Davis. I wish she was in more stuff. I just saw her and in that Samuel. terrible... Okay, it's on Netflix. Ava, that Jessica Chastain assassin movie. Oh, she's in that? It, it's very violent. Yeah, she plays the mom. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. I, I guess that's it, right? Have we covered everything in Abduction? We've talked for over two hours. Is there anything else? We've, we've, co- we've covered so much more than <laughs> Abduction covered. We did. Well, guys, this was a pleasure. We'll have to get together sooner than we had our last break because we got to talk Eclipse. Right, Eclipse. We need a real slumber party too, by the way. Yes, well, now, n- Just now that we're all vaxxed. I want to open packs next to you. I want to be in a sleeping bag on the floor. <laughs> we got to host the big Twilight slumber party we do. We'll just invite randos and just, you know. Maybe we could do it in Pittsburgh on, on the field of PNC Park. Yeah, and like homeless people. I think that <laughs> feels appropriate too, right? Like, I think that's what that, yeah. Well, they do movies in the park. You know, Let me see if they're playing Twilight. We might have I, to meet up in Pittsburgh. And- I went to a Twilight in the Graveyard in L.A. like two years ago, and I got so messed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. On I remember drugs. you told me about that. I got so messed up. I like, like We were going to pick a fight with these people. Like It was not drugs. Just messed up. How did you have gang wars? At, how are you gang banging at Twilight? <laughs> Don't fuck with Edward, man. <laughs> well, Kate, Joe... Where can people follow you, find you, until next time? For me, you always hear us on Tuesdays at Too Fast, Too Forever. Brian's been on a bunch of episodes. We're getting ready for F9, which is coming out, and Brian's going to join us and be able to talk about that really soon. We're like, you know, at the at the glory climb right now, at the, like near the end of this mountain, waiting for F9 for fucking two years. So uh, there'll be a lot of F9 content coming out on Too Fast. We have a bunch of wacky theories, and um, we'll go see the movie soon. So check that out. It's going to be awesome. Just I'm around. Find me on Twitter if you want, at Hudson Kate. Really, if there's a Twilight tweet somewhere, I, I will be tagged, so don't worry. In it, yeah. Yeah. Exactly already. <laughs> or, or if you're in the Chicago area and you happen to be a really bad human being, maybe you'll find Kate, Kate Hudson. Or <laughs> on dating. Right? dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> on a date it'll be really bad give me <laughs> maybe we'll match on bumble like, just, and james marsters will tell you to date me <laughs> oh man <laughs> great great all right guys thanks so much <laughs> that was a really fun episode big thanks to kate hudson and joe too 
for hopping on for Abduction. Can't believe how much of a Joe 2 movie that was, but I love it. And always great having Kate. And if you think that, like, I don't edit and I just let us ramble on. Well, for this one, I, I kind of, like, left the mic on while, you know, we were, like, out doing other things. Just so you got some context of what these conversations are like. But this isn't even close to what the full conversation is. I do some editing. I have to do some editing. Just for the sake of people in our lives, I have to do some editing. That sounds mean. It's not that mean. But more on that in a little bit, because I'm going to give you a little Easter egg, a little behind the curtain at the end of this episode of a little clip that I had to cut out of the episode. But I'll let you listen, because you're so good for listening for this many minutes and hours about abduction and twilight. Oh, oh, of course, I was having too much fun. I forgot to mention on air what their homework assignment was for next time, in addition to finding the tweet, in addition to to Joe finding Kate an eBay purchase. I also want them to watch an episode of South Park that's Twilight-themed. Let me look it up now. It's called The Ungroundable, and it's the 14th episode of the 12th season. So check that out. I think HBO Max is the one that has South Park. So next time we do a Twilight movie, it'll be Eclipse. It'll be with these two again, and we'll also be talking about the South Park episode, The Ungroundable, 14th episode of the 12th season. But alas, we have many, many, many more episodes before that. Maybe not many more. Hopefully we can get them on in the next couple of weeks. But we definitely have an episode this Friday that is not Twilight-themed. It is prom-themed, and I'm so excited to talk this movie. The film is Carrie. It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. We're all sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. Help the silly woman see the sin of her days and ways. Show her that if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date for the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. (coughs) Carrie. (coughs) A new film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. This is One of the high school horror classics for sure. Stephen King, 
can't wait to talk about it. So that's your homework. Watch Carrie. And our guest on Friday will be none other than Cara Gale O'Regan. I know she really loves the movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm really excited for it. And actually, it's related to the next thing I'm going to say. If you're looking for our superlative ballot, I know I'm procrastinating, but it's not just that. I really wanted to wait to watch Carrie so I can nominate some Carrie things in the junior yearbook. So look out for the superlative ballot and look out for the episode where you guys decide who wins things like, uh, you know, best parent is a new category I have this year. But we also have some cool returning categories like class clown, best couple, coolest car in the parking lot. I can't wait to vote. I can't wait for you guys to vote. I can't wait to announce who won all these categories. And remember, it's for films that we covered in our junior year. So the calendar year since last June. I can't wait. Look out for that. We're going to have some Carrie things. Watch Carrie. Listen on Friday when me and Kara talk this great, great, great prom film. And remember, guys, life moves pretty fast. And if you don't stop to look around once in a while, you could miss it. Instead of, again, leaving you with a song, I'm going to leave you with an outtake from this episode. Kate Hudson talks about her dating website and a famous vampire-themed celebrity that she got on Cameo to endorse her. Check it out. Later, dudes. Which is crazy because Spike from Buffy, who told me I'm pretty to make boys date me, only charged me 50. Whoa, what? (laughs) Tell this story, but I need to keep this on the pod. Unless you don't want it on the pod. No, it's fine. I posted it publicly. I thought you guys knew this. No, how? No! (laughs) Okay. This needs to be an outtakes. This needs to just go way at the end. Joe, just FYI, if there was a Kate Hudson outtakes, people would be so angry. Okay, I, there is some. You're stuff editing. I, oh my god! You're like Brian. Don't put that. Make sure you cut that out. Like, there, there's been like half hour spiels against people, which. <laughs> so, I have many enemies, but they don't know it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, this all needs to go at the end. Okay, tell the tell the cameo story. There's been at least twice that Kate and I had three hours of footage that I had to cut down to like an hour and 45 yeah. of footage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's Audio. just shit talking from me and Brian going, Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, sorry, sorry, listen. Yeah. Spike from Spike from, from uh, Cameo. From okay, Cameo so from Buffy. I, so listen, I'm 36 years old and it's starting to get, I'm, I'm look, I'm keeping it tight. Don't worry. I look good. But like people are starting to be like, ah, 36 has a cat. Why are you single? So <laughs> And plus, I have my own dating website, so I needed to update the testimonials. I'm like, who can I, who, who can give me a good testimonial that will shame men into wanting to date me? And I scroll through Cameo for like, no joke, about 35 minutes, and then James Marsters from Buffy. He is affordable. So I did a cameo. I said, James, please, can you list why people should date me? I have all my teeth. I have a credit score above 500. I have a great dog and I'm okay. And James did a beautiful two minute video about why you should date me. And I posted some of my social accounts and I still have yet to get a date, but the long-term play. So I want to come to him every two months and have him do updated videos because it's going to get really weird for him. And then he's going to be like, no, Kate's my buddy. And he's going to start to like look forward to these paid updates on my single dumb. That's awesome. That is awesome. No, we have not heard that story. That is a classic. No, 
I would have remembered. That's story. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys the link. I posted it on Twitter, like probably a few, maybe a month ago. Oh, I must, have, I must have missed it. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you guys. Kate, just not, not to uh, blow up your spot here, but last year you were talking about these whoring twenties coming in, and you were like, the whoring very excited. 20s. Is that what she said? Yes. Yeah, the whoring twenties. Okay. You were gearing up for it. Back to wax, baby. Okay, but then I <laughs> broke my fucking leg. <laughs> Okay, okay, yes. That aside, and that is a big part of it, I get it. So right? did Taylor Lautner in this movie. Yes, yes, that's true. Actually, I think he broke the same thing I broke. That looked like a fibula break because... It did. Yeah, right? Because a fibula, that's what I broke in two places because it's not weight-bearing, so you can still walk. It's not a good idea to walk. But yeah, you're blowing up my spot. I get it. Here's the, here's the stitch, guys. Chicago literally just opened up for a free-for-all that, yesterday. That's not, that's not why I'm blowing up your spot. Like, you've given the play-by-play of, like, I guess two dates now that have sounded like the worst and oh I, I don't have to God. keep this in Kate I'm just talking about it they've sounded like the worst dates I have ever heard of. so bad I'll tell you the real story too you can't put this in <laughs> yeah so back to back that, that's been my dating experience so stay tuned I love being here I just want to say I love being here <laughs> <laughs> like when Twilight ends, this needs to continue somehow. Just, just saying. Well, like, put, put I need at least a couple month check ins with Kate. Maybe, and maybe you. we just, maybe we just add a fourth person and a fifth person and a sixth person. No. And, it, and in ten years, it's like twenty people, and we're just, like, <laughs> just all shouting at each yeah. other. <laughs> Kate's like, wait, I got a story. Where everybody just silence. Yeah. <laughs> You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go.